Hello, campers, and welcome to Camp Wawanaqua for We Want to Be Famous, a total drama rewatch podcast on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. Now, first things first, let me introduce myself, someone who would love to wear a chicken hat if it meant that he was on a reality show. I'm kidding. Uh, it is Felipe, and I'm not alone. I am joined by my fabulous co-host on this project. Uh, you know her best from her appearance on the Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off podcast almost a year ago. Um, and she, like uh, like Lindsay, uh, does not like communal bathrooms. Um, but she did laugh at the communion joke. It is Autumn. Autumn in the club. Hello, Felipe. Yes, I too am not Catholic, um, similar to Lindsay. But I am excited to be here because I do want to be famous as well. Yes. So I am so excited to talk about this show. It is so fantastic. I um I just love it. I, I can't wait to get into everything. Yeah, no. Uh so obviously, what's your backstory? First actually no, first introduce yourself in case people did not check out Eddie's million dollar cook off, which shame on them. But uh yeah, introduce yourself and I should probably introduce myself too. But <laughs> Yeah, um, so I uh, have been on Brazilian Dragon just once before um, for the Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off recap because that is my favorite Disney Channel original movie of all time. Um, I'm a big uh, Eddie Ogden stan. And um, I, yeah, that's the only time I've been on so far. Um, Until today. Yes, till today. I do uh, sometimes do some recaps of Disney Channel original movies over on my Instagram, but this is the first show I'm talking about. So, yeah, I'm pumped to be here. Yes. Um, and so Autumn and I met. If you're not familiar with the RHAP sphere, which I feel like most people are, but if you're listening to this, you found a Total Drama Island podcast. First things first, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Felipe. I'm the Brazilian dragon himself. This is uh, my podcast network. I like to talk about shows and movies from our childhood, uh, these Gen Z millennial cuspy shows and movies. Um, and that's on the Brazilian Dragon Network. I am planning to make this my own individual podcast feed for We Want to Be Famous for all you total drama nerds out there. But if you're listening to this, also check out our content on the Brazilian Dragon feed itself. Um, and give it five stars while you're there on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. That said, uh, my familiarity with the show is I... Uh, I watched it in middle school. I actually discovered it via Total Drama Action was airing at the time. Oh, okay. And I think it was the Sand the Beach episode that I remember. Um, so that's the one. That was my introduction. And um, there's, I won't say specifically, there's a character who struggles with OCD in that episode. And I uh, have OCD. So I mm-hmm. resonated to uh, that character in that moment. And I was like, but also that was at the discovery of my love of reality TV. Um, and then a couple of years later, I found Survivor and my life was forever changed, which is where I met Autumn in the Rob has a podcast patron community. And right, now we're right. best friends. Yeah. I mean, the best. I, yeah. I also, um, I, I watched this, you know, when I was a kid um, and I honestly don't remember the later seasons as much as I remember yeah. um, like the first season, especially 
and I watched this before I found Survivor long before. I didn't start watching yeah. Survivor until I was like 18. So uh, this was like my introduction to like strategic reality competition. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's like a it it's it holds a special place in my heart because As I knew well. Chris McLean before I knew Jeff Probst. Yeah, and he's clearly like a knockoff between Cliff, uh, Chris Harrison, and Jeff Probst, yeah. and like you can see it. But uh, yeah, no. So uh, and then in terms of the backstory, so then I went back and watched Total Drama Island on YouTube because uh, it was there, and then uh, I watched all of Action throughout the year, and then World Tour came out later that year or like the next year or something, and that was the summertime show. And I remember, the I don't know how I it was definitely because it's a Canadian show. But all the episodes ended up on YouTube way before they were supposed to air in the U.S. So I... So you were getting, like, exclusive releases? I binged the whole uh, season, like, months before the show ended. I knew, like, the outcome. um, Oh, my gosh. For World Tour. And then I, like, I'm not... It's Because I watched it legitimately. It's not like I looked for the spoilers. I watched it myself. I don't Uh like spoiler content. Um, Like, I have... Because we love Survivor, I have a friend on the show this season, and I told him explicitly, I don't want to know anything about like uh-huh. how you do, how anyone does. I just want to watch it, like to that extent. Like, but th- there, I had the spoilers for Total Drama World wow, Tour. Wow, that who knew YouTube had the scoop the whole time? Yeah, I don't remember why that happened. It has to be something like maybe it released all in Canada already or something. But yeah, yeah. um, and then I fell off afterwards. And a couple years later in high school, they added return to the island or revenge of the island um and all stars on netflix and i watched that in about 11th grade um i was not the biggest fan there were a couple characters that popped but i felt like it was very like uh re- reduced I don't, I don't know what the word i'm looking for is but like not not the same quality as the original like seasons, down. Oh, yeah and i also maybe it was i was a little older i was out of the age range right um but yeah, what's your total drama? Like, do you remember where you were when you first discovered it? So I remember, I, I remember um, it was like one of my favorite like Cartoon Network shows. I don't yeah. um, remember like specifics about when I would watch it, but my sister and I both really liked it. So if it was on, um, if we saw it on the guide, like it was getting priority over basically any other show that was on. Yeah. And uh, I then, like I said, I watched it when I was a kid. And then I didn't watch like every season because I was like older and yeah. I just kind of stopped watching it. Um, and then I've gone back since I've been grown uh, and I've only rewatched season one, actually. So, um, yeah. yeah. So then after we get through season one and we start to get into the um, the later seasons, I'm I'm excited for that because it's going to kind of be like I'm watching those for the first time again. Yeah. Um, so actually at the height of the pandemic or there's so many waves of this pandemic so right right but like when it first started um i was in college i was finishing college and then we did a lot of zoom classes and netflix party was a thing oh, or yes, it's yes. probably still a thing but it's something that my college friends as a way to like hang out mm-hmm. we would do a lot of netflix parties we watched tiger king a mess uh, a mess a and mess. then my friend kate and i we would like start watching other things on netflix party just the two of us sometimes we'd have other people join us but we watched some scooby-doo and that inspired the scooby-doo podcast right. series that we did um if you like Scooby-Doo, we're going through the Scooby-Doo catalog. We're in a little bit of a hiatus, but we'll be back soon, hopefully. Uh, and then also we started watching Total Drama on Netflix Party. We got like seven episodes in. Um, and yeah. then between like 
busyness and stuff uh we fell off but i really uh enjoyed revisiting it this like this was a i think because i was watching it with more attention and like focus on like the show because we were doing a podcast i really enjoyed like rediscovering these characters like some things did not hold up oh yeah and we'll talk about that mm-hmm, for um sure. but yeah um so yeah it's very like this show is um like if you haven't watched this show like you know maybe you're hearing about this podcast you're like uh like maybe i should watch the show for the first time it is all on netflix um it's so good because yes it is a children's show yeah but it's like there's like adult humor in it there is yeah and there's some definitely jokes in this first episode that went over my head and i like yeah i had to like think about it this time i was like wait that's like the communion joke so I would good. not have gotten that. As, <laughs> it's my favorite line from yeah. the whole episode. <laughs> and we'll get there. Um, so just because there's a chance that children might listen to this, uh, if you have kids and you've never shown your kids total drama and they like reality TV, like if they watch Survivor already, I think they would enjoy this show. Yeah. Um, there, it's definitely more like there's teenage humor, how I would describe it. Like there's mm-hmm. like, it's definitely geared towards like the kid. The characters are 16 year olds in the show, so it's like. There's like flirting. There's like talking about like in one episode, a character tries to steal a girl's bra, which is creepy. Mm-hmm. But um, like so, just That's like about being, as far as it goes along yeah, those lines, though. Yeah. So just like if you're very sensitive to that material, but I'll I have the issue. Sometimes I'll slip up and swear. I, I know you likewise. Uh, our friend Audrey. We originally wanted to do this with Audrey, but Audrey's been super busy with the move. Um. And she's definitely going to come guest in the future. But I know that episode will have to put the explicit. Yeah, well, it'll Audrey be explicit when Audrey comes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, just to give a heads up, we won't go. We're going to talk about every episode, but we're going to do it in chunks. We're not going to do individual episodes each week like I've been doing with the Phineas and Fur podcast I do. Uh, just because uh, we want to, I want to cover a lot of things uh, with my podcast. And uh, I think that doing one episode a week could take forever and i i have a lot of interest in a lot of things i want to do so i'm trying to like consolidate in that way um also autumn and i are only guaranteeing the first three seasons right yes and then if we're having fun which we probably will be we'll do the rest of the catalog including the redonkulous race navi told me to watch that one i have never checked that one out yeah i haven't seen that either so and there's like a revival oh yes Uh, are you is this a new segment for you? We can find it. Total Drama Revival. Yeah. Let me find this. Okay. So on February 17th, 2021, it was announced that a revival of Total Drama had been greenlit with two new seasons to be produced for Cartoon Network and HBO Max in the United States. Um, and CBR is like the only one who reported that. But uh, let me see if there's any Total Drama news oh on the goodness. Total Drama News Twitter. So, yeah, that's the last thing that I heard uh, uh, so a little like a over a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, and I can send you the, wow. the tweet. Um, yes, please do. Wow, I'm so into that. Here, I'll put it in our little chat here, uh, the private chat. So if you want to click that tweet. Um, but yeah, so if, if it comes out and we're still doing this podcast, you can expect coverage on that for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, Get and all before- your breaking total drama news here. Yes. And just like quickly, some housekeeping before we get too deep into our podcast. Um, In terms of the style that we're going to do, we're going to keep it spoiler free in case there are new fans 
Audrey. <laughs> Love you, girl. Uh, but if there are fans who have never seen the show and don't want to be spoiled, we'll have a spoiler-free discussion. And then after we talk about the episode in a spoiler-free manner, we're going to uh, do probably – we'll do our MVP and our LVP in the spoiler-free section and our strategic icon. So MVP and LVP, we'll, we'll each pick a character. So it could be the same character. Um who we think stood out for whatever reason, we'll give an MVP. And then an LVP to our least favorite character of the episode. Um, spoiler alert, I think Harold might get a couple this season because mm-hmm. I remember yes. hating yeah. Harold as a child. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we'll also do, as we come from the reality TV sphere, we love Survivor, we love Big Brother. Autumn and I both consume Big Brother Canada and Australian Survivors. Yes. We love this stuff. We love nerding out about reality show strategy. We're going to discuss it like a reality show and like talk about the strategic decisions like, Yes, because there are some. Yeah, Courtney made a strategic decision in this first episode that we'll get to that I really definitely want to dissect with you. So we'll do that on the spoiler-free section. And then at the end, Autumn and I will stay on the line. We'll do a spoiler-filled section talking about things that we noticed from the episode, any plot lines that, like, were set up. Um, There were – this one probably won't be more than 10, 15 minutes because there wasn't a ton. But, like, in the future. And there – you seen action and world tour um or are you uh, like if we rewatch it you kind of want to go in blind yes like it would be like when i was a kid like okay. so i don't really remember stuff so would you want to go into those seasons blind or would you want to go like if we talk about like storylines that would evolve in the future yeah i mean we could do i mean we could do whichever like if you think it'd be easier for us to yeah. do like for me to talk about it um it might be a game time decision when we get there because okay. um but yeah so that's just kind of the structure um and then we want you to get involved so tweet at brazil dragon pod with any questions feedback you can also email me or the podcast network at uh i'm felipe at brazilian dragon podcast.com uh that i'll read any total drama feedback um and autumn is at autumn in the club i'm at what the fleep on twitter and i am we'll- at automatic dub <laughs> why did i think you were autumn in the club i what's so funny is that i uh i would never be in the club i i the club sounds I like I'm the like, place i hate daniel strunk said clubbing is awful <laughs> and i went to a club last night and i was not having a great time I, no, I I, that's a lie that's a lie because i ran into one of my friends from college and we were like really good friends in college and then we just like lost touch just like yeah. And then I ran into her there, and we caught up, and now we're going to hang out. Um, but uh, that that was a good experience, but I hit the club as well. Like, yeah, the club, you, you cannot find me in the club. So only, much. The only in the club I like is 50 Cent. Yeah, me too, me too. And then the mass Singer dude did a good cover of it, The Frog. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I So, yeah, I, I will not be in the club. Um, automatic I, dub, sorry. Automatic dub, but the autumn part of automatic is spelled like my name. Yeah. So that's the pun there. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then my Twitter handle, Twitter. my Twitter handle is what the fleep, um, like what the bleep, but with an F instead of a B, um, and yeah, so we'll consume all your feedback. We really want to hear from everyone about yeah, this. And- I know there's lots of total drama fans out there. I've yeah. like the last couple years, like I feel like I just hear more and more people like in the RHAP community. There's a ton. Yes. Like people have been trying to get Rob to do a podcast on it, yeah. and. Like I, I don't know if it's Rob's cup of tea, but I think his kids would like it. Like, maybe yeah, maybe I really Anthony's think he's a little would. too young still, but yeah. Dominic, Dominic would likes love it. Big Brother. Like oh yeah, Dominic would be obsessed this. with this show because there's so many showmances. Yes, yeah. yes. Shout out to the Podfather as his biggest fan. Maybe we I can get Dominic title. on as a guest. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, 
but yeah, so uh, just tweeted us. Uh, I haven't said I don't think I even told Autumn about uh, the idea for the logo that my friend had. No, uh, I know nothing. She, I'll tell you offline because I don't want anyone to steal it. But okay. Um, okay. yeah, so uh, or I'll just put it in the chat right now. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Autumn, what did you remember about this first episode? We're going to get into our, our spoiler-free discussion, but we can talk about our memories from these two episodes. We're talking about uh, Not-So-Happy Campers Part 1 and 2, but also Netflix calls it the Not-So-Great Outdoors. So Yeah, so just Not-So-Great uh, fill-in-the-blank yeah. uh, Parts 1 and 2. So it's like through the first elimination. And yeah. I did not really remember like specifics about the episode um i i thought i were i i did remember who went home first yeah um and i also really did not remember that the first episode basically like nothing happens because they spend that time where they're on the dock of shame like introducing the characters for a very long time that's the whole first half and then yeah. they like introduce like the show itself like yeah the the you have to live in cabins and it's like so it starts off with a very there all these 16 year olds which we'll talk about the legalities of that right, but, right. Um, uh these 16 year olds sign up to be on this like resort reality show sort of mm-hmm. thing they don't know they're coming to uh this like super rundown camp they think yeah. like I, I mean i don't know what they think i don't know what they told them really but yeah. uh it doesn't seem like a lot of people work on this show in production so definitely uh, props to them for pulling this off but yeah. uh i don't know they the kids show up and they're ready to uh live in this like fancy place with these other kids and they have to sit in a in an outhouse to give their confessionals and yeah. it's not a good time yeah so uh they oh sorry i gotta can you hear if so i recently got a new computer so all my texting goes to the like texts like on the cloud and the computer i didn't hear anything okay because i'm right next to the microphone also so i don't want it to like ping 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 mm-hmm. ping but yeah sorry for the tangent but you might get a lot of those because i am of the opinion that tangents are the most fun parts of podcasting yes tangents um, make a podcast great because you establish the community um yeah. so uh yeah so uh we get there and then so it's the legalities really confuse me so like you said it's a very rundown camp there's not a lot of people who work on the show that said we have to like suspend the disbelief because there is a camera crew of some sort Mm -hmm. um with sound people so there are people who work on this um but we also do see cameras duct taped to like yes structures in yeah. like Big Brother style, it, maybe. There's an editing room in one episode so mm, that we yes. see. Um, but also, I have consumed a little bit of the Too Hot to Handle franchise. Uh, I have seen season I've watched one. season one. Yes. yes. Uh, Kate and I Netflix partied that. Um, and then, but so my understanding is they tell them, so even though the contracts they sign are legitimate, they like have like this show, like they have to have like some clauses in there that it's like if it's not the real show like they right. they definitely have lawyers but also i don't think camp wawakanakla or the total drama island crew has the best lawyers obviously no i don't yeah. they can't if they had the best yeah. lawyers the show would not have lasted maybe three three episodes yeah i think they they there's no way they have the best lawyers. i don't think so, they have any lawyers <laughs> yeah it's it's just chef hatchet uh yeah. he's also a lawyer yeah uh he he's a king i love him and like that's yeah. just i can say that as a spoiler like i love chef hatchet so much like, yes he's um, he's every time so he only has really like one 
in this in this first episode he comes in yeah. like at the end um to like serve them food and i know we're jumping ahead but like he is like dynamite every time he's on the screen yeah um and i i love chef Hatch. and then they always have him like doing ridiculous things because chris sucks like that's that's my first yes. takeaway i remember i did not i think i liked chris as a kid watching this now i'm like you're so obnoxious yeah like, like i don't know i wonder if chef hatchet is considers chris a friend um i don't think so I because just, well that, yeah that's what i would say too is i don't think so but then but well well it's more in the show I mean, yeah, yeah. And, like, why would he do some of the things that Chris makes him do if he doesn't? But then also, why would you choose that kind of person as your friend? I don't know. But don't Chris know. might be his supervisor of sorts or his boss. So. Yeah, or he has dirt on him or something. Mm, He's blackmailing Chef Hatchet. Mm-hmm. Protect Chef Hatchet. That's the number one yeah. hashtag contender yeah. right now. That is um, it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we meet Chris and Chef Hatchet. Even, like, we'll get to the introductions, but, like, Chris is, like, Codester, Cody, the Code Meister. I was like, shut up, shut up. Yeah, Go away. he's he's doing the most. He's trying to get like, I don't know. He's he's trying to like build rapport with these players, but like in an instant. Um, yeah. so it's similar to Survivor when like they get on the beach and Jeff's like, ah, woman in the front. Like, what what are you thinking right now? But then he like kind of develops so much better at it too. Like, Jeff I'm sorry, so and like yes. all these people are like. Chris McClane's like, how do you know who this man right. is? Establish the universe a little bit. But then I, I'm like, okay, but everyone geeks out about seeing Jeff, but they actually know what the show they're doing is. So Right, because like if this is the Chris inaugural do? season, yeah, right. It's, how would it's, they know him? So my interpretation is that like Chris like is probably like one of those like E E or like what's the show right before uh, E. T. Tonight. Oh, like one of those yes, people. yes. Uh, yeah. and so, when he's just like reporting on what the celebrities are up to. Yeah, so he he shows up there, and that's probably where they know him. But I feel like not everyone on the cast would know who he is. Yeah, there's but, no way. Um, yeah. he's not, because he seems to like. I mean, at least as far as we know, his identity is the show. Yeah. So, like again, right? If this is the first season, like why? And they're the first cast members. What? Why are they so yeah. pumped to see him? And I want to get your perspective right now in terms of mvps and lvps are we including chris and chef hatchet or no because technically they're characters on the show but they're not contestants um i think that we can include them as long as we have some sort of a house understanding that we can't give it to chef hatchet every episode the yeah, mvp okay maybe maybe we could even like expand on the segment and like take them out of it but be like did Chris, was Chris annoying this episode? Yes or no? Oh, yes. Was Chef an icon in this episode? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. And okay, like, I like that. Something like we'll that. that. So th yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's get into meeting some of these campers. Uh, did you have a favorite that you were looking forward to getting back to seeing? In this yes. Moment? So when I was a kid, my favorite was always Gwen. I, I always, I remember thinking Gwen was like the coolest person. Um, and Gwen is like, like kind of like goth you know and yeah. which is strange because like i know a lot of people have some kind of like goth or emo phase when they were when they were younger i literally did not have that at all but i still i i loved gwen so much i thought she was very cool um and she's one of the first characters we meet uh on the show and um she she holds up very well uh for the most yeah. part i really enjoy gwen 
I my favorite uh was Trent and if okay. you can read between the lines there's a reason for that I may have discussed it earlier and that's the only spoiler I'll give mm-hmm. um right now but yeah so I always had a soft spot for Trent but I love Lashana she was my number two right after Trent right right uh, yeah I, Lashana is like an understood favorite of everyone I feel like so like while I as, said I yeah. loved Gwen but obviously everyone loves Lashana like you can't yes you can't not love Lashana yeah um I I thought Izzy was such a fun character like yes um who I loved Bridget as well I kind of uh-huh. had a crush on Bridget uh and yeah I, I liked I really liked Bridget when I was a kid I thought like ooh, she's cool and she's sporty but yeah. I mean like you know whether or not that her character holds up the best is questionable but yeah when I was a kid I loved yeah. Bridget uh, who can't? Who doesn't love DJ? I feel like D- right. DJ and yeah. Lindsay are like two lovable characters. And then yeah. I loved Heather because I love like a reality TV villain that's like a fun I mean, villain. Yes, she gives She's the Jerry drama. Manthe. She yes. is like except like <laughs> Jerry Manthe was just like being herself. Heather is actively gaming and is like a manipulative player, and we'll see that more yes. at the end of this first episode. Like Jerry yeah. Manthe for those non-Survivor fans, which I'm assuming most of you are. But Jerry Manthe right. was the first Survivor villainess. And it was just, she was being herself. She was a little abrasive. She didn't like the way some man cooked the rice. And she was a strong mm-hmm. woman in 2001. And yeah. people like hated her. Um, and did, like yes. Heather's, but like Jerry's such a fun villain. And like, yeah. I mean, and I Heather... love Sandra. I love Courtney. Like all these yes. um, villains from Survivor history. So yeah. And Heather, Heather really like, well, here, here I have a question. Do, do we think total drama exists in the same universe as Survivor? Have these players seen Survivor? Because it's Heather not Survivor explicitly. There is a reality show like Survivor there. Okay. That they, they have they are familiar with reality strategy. Like okay. Heather specifically, I feel like right. Or maybe she's the Richard Hatch. Like she, I mean, she maybe the she's the pioneer. Yeah. Yeah. She she does like drive the strategy for a lot. Yeah of um the uh dynamics amongst the cast yeah um but yeah we'll go through each character because i could just say here and i love this character i love this character i hate this character um but we'll just go through the cast one by one how they appear so the first person to roll up off the boat is beth uh what was your recollection of beth i mean beth's fine yeah beth is very fine like this season she's like very nice like yeah yeah she's um the Wikipedia page um, for Total Drama Island, it has, for every character, it has, like, a, like a yeah, label. Yeah, can you read that out for each character? Yes. Uh, it has a, a label for everyone. And for Beth, it is the nice girl. And I think the that's nice fine. Yeah. Like She's, like, the nice nerdy girl. Um, she yeah. has braces. Like, her first interaction with Heather is her spitting all over Heather. And Heather's right. grossed out. Heather's very appalled. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and Beth's very pleasant, especially in this first episode. She's the only, I think, one on her team to go down the escalator. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, she's she's very like you know uh, doesn't doesn't do a whole lot, um, but also like doesn't do much wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then afterwards, we meet DJ, another lovely, lovely gentleman. Uh, I love DJ. Uh, he loves animals, and yes. he's an icon. I DJ love is, DJ is uh, very large. And yes. he's like, um, he's like the the archetype, like the the big softy, like he's like the mm-hmm. the like big guy who's like muscular and strong, but like inside he's just like such a soft person and like a teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. he in the um in PD page it calls him the brick house 
with heart. Um, so yeah, it's like who knew people with muscles also had feelings, right? That's DJ basically. Yeah. Um, and I love DJ as well. Uh, DJ would definitely be a vegan in 2022. Oh yeah. 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 Um, then we get, uh, except maybe chef hatchet wouldn't let him, (laughs) but. Oh yeah. yeah. He's like, I, you can't, you can't pay. That's not how it works around here. You eat whatever this mess is. Yeah. Uh, we meet your girl Gwen next, um, and she's the one who is like, no, this is not what I signed up for. And Chris is like, you signed a contract. And then yeah. here I'm like, did she sign the contract? Did her parents sign the contract? Like, what's the legalities right. here? Like, Because they're all 16, so they can't legally sign a reality show contract. Uh, like, their parents have to, like, sign off on it. So, And then she yeah. takes the contract and rips it up, and he's like, the great thing about lawyers is they make many they make copies. copies. Yeah. That's a good line from Chris. Um, but yes, it does bring into question the legality of the show. Um, maybe, like, yes, because they're all 16, which also, side note, I'll come back to this. Uh, very questionable for some of these characters if they're 16 or not, in my opinion. They yeah. Seem older. But, uh, Tell, yeah, Duncan specifically yes. is one that stands out to me. Like, yeah. But he's only and been in even- juvie. Even Lashana, I feel like she just seems Lashana seems like she's like twenty four. At least, yeah. Yeah, um, she's she's very like uh she she knows herself like she's very confident. Uh, I'm trying to think anyone else that could be uh. I mean, for the most part, everyone else yeah. is like somewhat believable, but uh, but yeah, Gwen does rip up her contract when she realizes it's not like it's a it's a fraud. It's they're at this horrible camp. Oh, Eva is like. 41 oh yes i yeah. forgot about eva i forgot yeah. i'm glad you brought her up eva is like uh, everyone's like like they're they're amped basically yeah she's not she's not um child there's no way eva yeah. is 16 but um Sorry, i cut you off no you're fine uh but yeah so gwen she rips up the contract because she realizes they've been had and chris is like actually um i don't care what you have to say and uh, even though you're 16, I'm still going to hold you here against your will because you and or your parents signed this contract, um, yeah. which I don't know. Like, are they getting up? Are the parents getting updates on the kids while they're there? Like, is it? Is, do you think it's a live show? Like oh, Big Brother? Or do you like think Big Brother? it's edited? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it it's, might be like more closer. Like they film a couple episodes once because there's not really a storyline that you can trace like right? a winner's edit. You're right. You're think. right. There's not. So there may be, it may be live. The only, I would probably have initially said no. Talking, with, I'm going to make a tweet being like, is there edge for Total Drama Island? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what the people think. Uh, the, I, I don't think that though, like, th- this is another thing that I think if it was live, that it would get shut down uh, like faster because they'd be like, look at what you're making these children do. We can't allow that. But maybe people just didn't care. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the parents were like, maybe they picked kids that purposefully, uh, their parents d- don't don't ha- care anything about what they're doing. They're like, I mean, yeah, a lot of these kids seem like they come from privileged backgrounds. I will right. say that. Maybe like, it's uh, like to teach them a lesson. It's like yep. scared straight. I mean, Duncan was probably just sent from the the GP system. Like, yes, uh, yeah, Duncan is on parole, yeah. uh, and so he's yeah, he's probably just there as like part of his punish- yeah. punishment. So one last thing I want to say about Gwen is that uh, the boat leaves, and Chris is like, 
that's your ride. I'm like, but there's a boat every other minute. Like, right. you can just get on the next one. Like, right. So, yeah, that was strange. He says, okay, the boat's gone. But then, like, another person comes on a different boat. I guess, are they, is it a different boat bringing every single, like, cast member? Yeah, which I feel like costs. How do you afford efficient, that? Like, but between, like, the cost benefit yeah. analysis and also, like, the uh, emissions that you would produce. Right. Like, these are also, like, luxury yachts that they were bringing each individual on. I was like, yeah. is it the that's boat a tiny losers? lake also. No, I think it was a because it was a different boat. Because I think it was a they were still trying to like get them there, and then once they were on the oh, island, oh yeah, 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 it's it's part of the facade. You're right, yes. you're right. Yeah. So after Gwen, we meet Jeff, and Jeff, I just remember being like a cool surfer bro, bro. Like he's oh, we should also go through and see if there's like any survivor analogs that we can think they were trying Ooh. to like people. But like Jeff was definitely like the Aussie, probably. Yeah, uh, like but he's a little he's definitely he's more like surfery than Ozzy. Ozzy's more like Jungle Boy. Right. He I'm also wears a... Is it a cowboy hat? Yeah. Which is which is strange. That doesn't fit surfer to me. I'm going to look up what when this season started because that... 2007. 2007? Okay, yeah. so this was July 2007. The last season was Fiji to air. Um, I okay. believe. So Ozzy was around. Yes, he was. He was around. He wasn't... Yeah. I, I would say he's not like in... I, th- I don't think it was peak Ozzy. Yeah, because uh, we hadn't gotten to the Fabio yet or the Tysons, but ooh, yeah. 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 Those are like but people. Jeff is definitely in that mold. Yeah. Beth is the Aubrey, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Gwen, I feel like she's kind of like a Courtney Yates. Ooh, that's type. that's it. That's it. That's There's not, yeah. There's not even a better one. Stop thinking. Yeah, because yes. Courtney also didn't want to be there. <laughs> no, hated it. Yeah. yeah. Next up, we get Lindsay, who I absolutely love. Like, she's the quintessential dumb blonde she's very yes. camper very privileged um yeah she says a lot of stupid things but they're funny but she's such a kind heart she has a little she crush is. on tyler we see mm-hmm. um she means but- well she she doesn't she doesn't try to hurt anybody she yeah. she's just like okay like this is the adventure we're on uh and yes she says dumb stuff but most of the time it is like the funniest parts of the episode in my opinion yeah um i yeah the communion line was a Lindsay line so good yeah. yeah if you guys don't remember like specifically the line we're talking about first of all how do you not remember because it was so funny well Second i didn't all, remember until i watched this episode today so yeah to be chris fair. is like telling them about the accommodations for the camp later and he's like also you have communal bathrooms and Lindsay comes out and she's like communal bathrooms but i'm not catholic yeah. And he's like, he has to explain, like, it's not communion. It means you share it together. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's Lindsay's great. She, um, her choice in friends is maybe a little questionable, but uh, we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. A, as a character, she's fantastic. Speaking of Lindsay's friends, Heather comes up next. And we she get does. like our, our big like villains back to back, Heather and Duncan. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about them together. Like, so Heather comes in and she's like, Ugh, I hate it here. Um, yeah, but she doesn't want to leave immediately. Like when? Uh, yeah, she she's like very unhappy, which is like a a signature characteristic of Heather. I, I mean, I don't know. She's if... more apathetic than Gwen is, which is ironic because I feel like Gwen usually is more apathetic, mm-hmm. but in this scenario, Gwen is like, "Get me off here!" And right. Heather is like, "You're right." That that is interesting. It it because of what we know about the characters from later on, it does seem that like. Heather would be more like 
actively angry than than Gwen in this yeah. moment when they find out um, the reality of the show they're on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Duncan gets off the boat and he has like this music and Chris was like, yeah, your parole to- officer told me about you. Like, yes. They- yes. So Duncan is like, he's, you know, he's supposed to be like the bad kid. Let me, let me see what his name is on, uh, the delinquent. That's yes. his, his Wikipedia uh, nickname. And yeah, the first thing we learn about him is that he's like on parole and, uh, I guess I don't know if he has to like check in with the parole officer um, yeah. while he's there. Is Chef Hatchet also the parole officer uh, for Duncan? He he does seem to be a jack of all trades, but uh, yeah, Duncan is is a criminal basically of some sort, yeah. and he makes that his personality when he gets there. He's very much like I'm not here to make friends. Uh, I'm just here to like. I don't know, do something other than be in juvie. Yeah. Um, and he, like, he's another one who I don't think is uh, 16 because he, he got piercings, yeah. he got tattoos. Lots of uh, piercings. Which like, like you can, I mean, there's, there's kids. Can you get that, a tattoo though? I, I mean, maybe I, like a, a stick and pokes from juvie. I think you can, here's the thing. So I, if anyone, uh, anyone listening to this, if you know who I am, you do, you probably know that I am obsessed with basketball and yes, I, I do, I have seen quite a few basketball players, like in high school, that do have tattoos. Um, okay. And I don't think all of those can can be gotten, like, after yeah. you're 18. Um, okay. But I don't know. But I don't know what the rules are. It's Maybe probably... he just did them himself in jail, like stick and poking. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's probably that's probably it. I don't know what the <laughs> what yeah. legality is of tattoos for minors in uh, Ontario either. So, yeah. not sure. Do you think they went all of Canada or just like Toronto, Ontario? You mean like where they got people from? Yeah. Like, do you think everyone's from all over or do you think it's like. Well, here's the thing. I only, all of my knowledge of Canadian geography and also Canada Canada. in general is from Big Brother Canada. And RHAP. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I really know nothing about uh, Canada. So I can't tell you like this person displays uh, like what's it like Alberta characteristics yeah i don't i don't know that um but uh but yeah i so i don't know yeah well maybe maybe we'll have some canadians on in the future yeah if you're us. canadian not uh, let us know <laughs> yeah weigh in tell us like what uh sort everyone into almost a hogwarts house of uh provinces yeah exactly um but yeah so we get uh also just a heads up this is probably going to be like a longer podcast than what our general runtime will be just because we have yeah. to introduce every single character a lot to uh, go over. like the first episode where you introduce a ton of people is probably like the longest on a podcast but uh we get tyler and harold back to back next uh two like tyler was very like a stereotypical jock but he's like a dumb jock yeah um he's... and he's oh go ahead oh sorry he's like he's kind of kind of like we talked about beth earlier like doesn't do too much yeah he's more like a wannabe jock from what it feels yeah. like also because he's like not really athletic in a lot no, of because i think see. jeff is like the like capital j jock yeah but tyler dresses like he wears he, he and sue sylvester have the same fashion um yes yeah and... he he does have okay i noticed this he wears a tracksuit that is red um and it has a logo on it that has a t and then right next to the T, it's like an upside down T. Is yeah. this his own 
uh, brand of tracksuit that I don't wearing? know, but he's not the only one who has branded content. Uh, Lashana has an L oh, in her bathing suit. She does. You're right. You're right. Yes. These people are, they know what they're doing with this platform of this reality show. They're Social trying, media marketers. Yes. Trying yes. To, they're trying to get into the TikTok houses. They're setting themselves up for life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just like that. Not, very nondescript. No real opinions of him from this first episode, especially. Yeah. Lindsay loves Tyler. Yeah, uh, we get some eyes like yeah. they're like on the dock when they first yeah. see each other. And then later she screams, no, we'll get to that scene. But yeah. Uh, so also Tyler like tries to do some athletic feat of strength. And then he like lands in the suitcases and Heather falls in or Heather gets splashed by the suitcase that falls in the water. She's like, my hair is wet. Yeah. And it must have been like a, a lot of water because we see her wringing her hair out yeah. for a very long time multiple people come on the dock after this and she's still wringing her hair out so this is not yeah. this puts a very bad taste in her mouth um with regards to tyler yeah um speaking of bad taste harold's next uh the worst taste the worst i hated harold as a kid yeah. and i'm curious I, I didn't mind him as much in this first episode like i thought i, I thought i was gonna hate him instantly mm -hmm. um harold loves karate um and oh no he did actually get on my nerves because he like said some shit to oh, he said some things to lashana um yeah he that did really angered me uh but yeah so he gets off he's like nice i like it so much it's like this environment is better suited for my skill set yeah uh, he's like happy that they're like uh in the sticks and yeah not like they have to live yeah. in this environment um also, he like also I will, oh, go oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. You go. Okay, okay. Um, I also noticed that Harold brings a keyboard with him. Yeah. Uh, with his suitcase. Do I do not remember him playing this oh. at any point? Like maybe he did, and I just don't. I remember, remember. Him beatboxing. Okay. Yes, I remember yeah. that. But yeah. like, and you know, we see this. We'll talk about it later. Another another character brings a guitar. Um. What is there a benefit to bringing a musical instrument with you on it's like a survivor like strategic competition reality show? Uh, can you, you leverage? I mean, Sonia, the first boot of Survivor, okay. had a ukulele. I'm trying to think, True. did anyone else have instruments? Um, I know Rob Z brought a skateboard, maybe someone brought a guitar in Thailand. You're asking uh, me about Survivor Thailand? That's, that's yeah, yeah. We're not. Yeah. This is not the Survivor Thailand expert podcast. Um, yeah. We, I do, I do think like you know maybe, you know somebody's I, having a bad day. Yeah. You like play them a little tune on your keyboard, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Harold, what a what a nice person you are." Honestly, I feel like I remember the Brian Heideck playing with a guitar at some point, but oh yeah, I think. I think you probably can't because copyright music. Like that's the probably the biggest reason okay, why they they wouldn't be allowed. You're right. You're right. Oh, but what if you're you're a you're you're a budding uh. Singer, I mean the bachelor songwriter. Right. Right. Yeah. Then yeah. I I think that's a benefit. I think more people should bring musical instruments onto uh into Camp Wawanaqua. Yes. Agreed. Um. I mean Eva brings her AirPod or her iPod. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. We'll I remember that. Next she week. does. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh oh. My thing about Harold, I'm not defending Ezekiel in any way because that man is awful. Yeah. But yeah. I do find it unfair that Harold got no flack for picking his nose, but Ezekiel 
Yes. Got some. Like they both yeah. did it, and no one said anything about Harold. They didn't. They did. He double. Harold was in in um. Obviously, we'll talk about Ezekiel a little bit later and some of the more egregious things um, that he does. But as far as, like, the grossness, just, like, of their existence, I felt like they were pretty equal in this episode. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, and then uh, also a quick tangent about Total Drama. Did you ever play any of the online games? No, I did not. Oh, I was obsessed with the online games. They had one for action that was more of, like, a map sort of thing that you had to, like, complete all these tasks. And then, oh. but then the Total Drama Island one, they each game was like themed after an episode. And then the Dodgeball one, so much fun. I oh yeah, and I, I, they, I love the Dodgeball episode. Yeah, it is one of my favorites. So I bet that would be cool. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the game specifically for this one for this episode, but if I can remember, like the website had some fun, fun games. Can we that... still play that? I tried a couple years no. ago. Uh, maybe someone found a bootleg version. You know how like Club yeah. Penguin. Ask Island YouTube where you found games. all the director's release. Yeah, free on- online games. Uh, oh, there's a whole wiki page dedicated to the games. Oh. Uh, Total Drama, totally. Uh, Total Drama Island, totally interactive. I played that. Um, and then, is it best game ever that I played? There was also Drop of Shame for World Tour. This. Oh yeah, best game ever. I definitely played. Um. Man. Yeah, because you don't have to go to each studio, and because that one's all themed. So then you have to like, yeah. and like the beach one, it's like find six seagulls in Studio Three, and then get beach toys and bring them to Chef. So yeah, okay, huh. we can deep dive. I guess into I missed out. Mode. Yeah, um, but anyway, so we get Trent, Bridget, and Noah next. Uh, so Trent, I so my ship was always Trent and Bridget. Okay. Because uh-huh. I also shipped Gwen and Duncan. Oh, but, I uh, mean, that is the more natural pairing. Yeah. Definitely. Or at least it seems that way. Like, Jeff and Bridget are probably more natural than Trent and Bridget. But I also, I feel like yeah. there were vibes between Trent and Bridget, like, at one point. But then he and Gwen yeah. clicked really fast, so. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Trent didn't really have a ton this episode. He was just like, he's someone who like looks 19 also compared to the other characters. He does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's not, he didn't, he didn't really do, he, he um, does not do much in this episode. Um, I mean, his biggest moment was like, I think he looked at Gwen one time and then right, uh, he was right. in the they water. They make eyes at each other. Yeah. He was in the water when Owen di- was there. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. At the, that's, in the that's second episode, of yeah. his, yeah, and he has like the green shirt with the hand on it, which yeah, I... that's what I remember. This is the mo- other than other than Gwen, I feel like this is the most iconic outfit of because obviously it's a it's a um cartoon, so they all yeah. wear the same outfit, you know. Every I think Duncan has a memorable outfit, but it, it might just be the hair that makes it pop. More, yeah, but, I remember yeah. like his uh like actual person more than his yeah. clothes basically yeah but the hand on the shirt i don't know why i that was a very yeah. distinct memory for me exactly yeah um and then we got bridget who's a surfer go- surfer girl she brings her surfboard in um she does. and, and, and she, everyone it's very long she's like hitting everyone with it yeah i mean she de- she almost hits a couple people a couple times but she does get a good whack into chris and i was like yes yeah yeah <laughs> I, do that, I almost bridget. gave her my mvp point just for that <laughs> Yeah, she. Um, I still might. Yeah, she is like, uh, okay, guys, I'm here, and they're like, uh, why would you bring a surfboard? 
and she's like well i thought we were going to be on a beach and then chris is like we are on a beach and then it cuts to like the little seagull that has like the the thing that holds the the cans the a six pack of cans is like around his neck uh so it's you know not the not the same beach but you can get your surf on i think yeah no she yeah definitely um and then we meet uh noah didn't have a ton to do in this episode noah is very much like stick in the mud he's like very he's like emo-esque like he's he's a moody teenager full of angst and and he's also a nerd that's that's like yeah he's kind of like he gives me malcolm from malcolm in the middle vibes a little bit because disrespectful to malcolm no 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 no. okay look i love malcolm but it's like but if malcolm was like less likable like without malcolm's positive traits like because he's very much like uh like i am not one of the popular kids and i take pride in the fact that i'm not like those dumb popular kids and i refuse to conform to whatever they tell me and that that's malcolm-esque yeah that's fair that's fair indeed um yeah okay i haven't seen malcolm in the middle in like eight years i uh, i did a rewatch uh like over the last year hulu so oh, okay. yeah because i watched it was when it was on netflix yeah it, it i mean i know this isn't a malcolm in the middle podcast so quick sidebar uh anybody who uh remembers malcolm in the middle but doesn't hasn't watched it in a while please go watch it on hulu it is genuinely even funnier than i remembered and it holds up so well i remember Um, loving episode three specifically like of the first season that was like the one that really hooked me like i love dewey this is a dewey stan account yeah this is this is if if y'all aren't talking dewey we don't want to talk because dewey is like the best character on pretty much like any sitcom he, he's up there with like and he's best progressive characters. too right like he has, he's wearing so. a purse and then he has yeah. a brick in it that's one of my favorite scenes neighborhood kids are like Ugh, why are you carrying a purse like you're a boy you shouldn't be doing that and um he's like uh because it holds my stuff and yeah. i just want to carry a purse and yeah. yeah icon yeah um indeed i love dewey this is a dewey scan account this whole podcast yeah. is actually it is yeah yeah um, and then, so we get the queen next, Miss Lashana. Um, so talk about Lashana. I'll give you the floor. Okay. Lashana is far too good for this show. Lashana okay. is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lashana is like far and away the best character. So like we said earlier, when we were talking about like some of our favorite characters, if you watch this show, I don't know how you don't love Lashana. And it's just almost like she's kind of an understood, like, everyone's favorite. So when you say your favorite, you're actually saying your second favorite uh, character. Because she is, like, objectively the best. Indeed. Indubitably. Um, she, I, also, like we said, uh, is she 16? Mm, probably not. Uh, I don't think so. But which is also weird when Heather's simping for her. Um, and do you want to talk about this moment? Because we have to, but I really don't want to. Yeah, so there's some stuff that happens here and then later in, like, the second episode between yeah. Heather and Lashana that, like... And, like, let's be candid. Like, Lashana and Chef, to an extent, are kind of, like, stereotyped as angry black people in the show. Yes. Yes, um, they are. And, so... like, Lashana's also, like, the sassy black girl. Um, so... Yes. 
Um, I will. I don't. I like I said, the all the um characters have their little names on Wikipedia. I don't really want to read the the Lashana um label yeah. because it is like you know pretty racist. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the sister, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. the 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 sister, the sister dude is what she's called. So sister with attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, yeah. like you can see, even though we do love this show, um, it is not free of its yeah. problems. It's it's a flawed show, and I think that's like part of the reason that I got excited about podcasting in general about these things that I grew up watching is because mm-hmm. I am such a passionate person about diversity in the entertainment industry so i do want to examine things like from the current lens that we're in whether it was 2020 when i started the podcast 2022 now um so i I think it's important to like discuss these things and talk about like how our favorite shows were flawed like i recently rewatched the jimmy neutron original movie i was like okay i was surprised at how well this did racially like libby is like not Mm -hmm. a caricature of a black woman sheen like is uh not a caricature of latino people like so uh and it was like a very feminist movie as well so yeah but then we have to take at the end look at the inverse and it's like right not there are instances like this um where uh and yeah like you said with chef too to some degree um they do they are portrayed as kind of like stereotypes of uh black people that um are not necessarily the most like authentic to what the character should be um and so lasana does get treated um by a lot of people uh and you know most notably heather um in a way that is like yeah pretty much like blatantly racist yeah and there's also like sexism in the show and homophobia probably we haven't seen further but like so even like this this uh comment from harold not only is racist it's also sexist so it's like colorist um yes. colorism is a uh, racism and sexism combined um as yeah. far as i understand it maybe i'm thinking about yeah, yeah colorism is like is like the um oh no no no, no. that's that's uh, against sorry colorism is based on skin color and that's like yes. where whiter lighter skin uh right. people of color are racist so they're like, oh what is womanism womanism is a social theory on the history based on the history and everyday experiences of black women. Okay. Um, and it's more of a feminist movement. Right. Womanism is more of okay. a positive, like feminism. Yeah. So it's the opposite of womanism is what Harold does. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, just like, keep this in mind. Um, oh, miso- misogynoir. That's the word I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, so, so keep this stuff in mind, you know, with, like, these episodes and, like, you know, some episodes in the future. There are certainly flaws in the show. And we'll discuss it. Like, we'll we be will. candid. And, like, uh, I am a white, very white Latino. Autumn is a white And woman. I'm just a white person. Yeah. So, so we, like, we can, we are very passionate about social justice and social causes. Mm-hmm. But we're also not black people in this instance. Mm-hmm. I am not a we woman, don't, we so don't... I cannot discuss the sexism to the right. besides just like seeing it so um and we'll try to have diverse guests along the way to talk about um things uh we'll probably won't have guests for a couple episodes because me and autumn just want to hang for a couple yeah, episodes. we're trying to vibe but but yeah if, if anyone also is a person of color or a marginalized community and wants their voice shared via feedback please send that in as well yeah for sure because we don't want to you know right now in this instance we're talking about lashana mainly um who is a black woman and obviously yeah. like we don't um 
we're we're calling it out, but we don't intend to speak for um, yes. uh, black women or any kind of uh, community that we don't belong to. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And uh, yeah, so please, and if, if you're listening to this and you're like woke, 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 then get out. I don't care. We yeah, don't, get we it. We yeah, yeah, go go listen to some other total yeah. drama podcast. Yeah. Good luck um, with that. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be as fun as this one. No, uh, no. But yeah. So anyways, uh, basically Harold calls Lana, uh, Lashana, like the first woman he's ever seen. She's so curvaceous. She's so like womanly. Um, yeah. And he needs to get slapped. <laughs> he does. Like, and Lashana almost does slap him. Yeah. Um, and, but and DJ and Bridget hold her back. Yeah. Lashana is very much like, even though this stuff uh, happens to Lashana, like occasionally, like people will say things along these lines. She does not just take it. Um, yeah. she will very much make her opinion known and she's not going to uh, shy away from who she is which is why we love her so much yeah exactly and like that's kind of like she doesn't take the the BS she no, like stands up to all. it and I really appreciate that um, so and then so we had to give Lashana her own introduction yeah, yeah. in her section Shout uh, out Lashana. yeah uh, next people we have to talk about a duo uh, let's we talk do. about Katie, Sadie, Ezekiel. Yeah, those those three. Um, okay. So. so first we have Sadie and Katie. Now, yes. Sadie and Katie, they they don't look the same. They're not like twins or something. They're just yes. like friends. Katie's a skinny black girl and mm-hmm. uh, Sadie is a chubby white girl. But they yes. dress like twins. They act like twins. They they do. They dress. They wear They're the exact besties. same outfit. They're just besties. And so I, I did, when I was watching this, I was like, you know, I, obviously, I remember them, but I never thought about like how how, how did it get this way? Because who yeah. like who who is the the blueprint? Which one of them is the blueprint? So I went back to the handy Wikipedia page, and on the labels for the uh for the characters, um for let me see, I think it was Katie. Yeah, so Katie's label is the sweet girl. And Sadie's label is the sweet girl's best friend. So, wow, she's the tag along. Yeah. So that leads me to believe that um, that Katie is like the alpha, and Sadie is like the tag along, the person that um, kind of adopted Katie's personality. But you wouldn't really know that. Um, just from watching them because they do seem like they're both very much in this like parasocial relationship. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, there was a audition tape episode where uh, Katie auditioned and Sadie was there. Oh, okay. And so it was Katie's audition tape and then Sadie was dancing with her. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, they're um, they're quite they're quite a duo. They just kind of like always want to be together, um, and like do everything the same. Uh, there's a moment later that we'll talk about um, regarding the teams that they're on. Yes, um, yes. Um, I I just looked up because I, I don't know if they're like Australian Survivor and we'll bring in people, random people. But if they were on the Redonkulous race, that would have been fun. Oh yeah, like that yeah. would have been a good like. Like you know how Australian Survivor has like Mark, Sam, and Andy from right, like past yeah, they just come year. back, just yeah. random like pairs or right. people, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Katie yeah, and Sadie. And then- uh, also like 
it felt very blood versus water. Like one of them will go before the other one. Right. Like just like even if they both make it to the final two, one of them is winning, one of them is not. So right. Like like would would this like you know you would have to assume that. I mean, maybe they didn't have this conversation, but like, if I am in a, a, a best friend relationship with someone who we wear this matching outfits all the time and we're always together, I think we would have to have a conversation about what are the potential outcomes of this show and how. Strategically, like, it's very bad. Also, like, yes, because like you're obviously to be the only one already. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So which I do like even, I said, like be willing to split up and like meet at the merge. Yeah, like I, like I said, I, I want I do want to touch on this more when we get to it later okay, when yeah. they're um at the challenge. But but yeah, Katie and Sadie, the interesting. It's an interesting psychology yeah. here. Ezekiel is next, and just like as a soft spoiler, the universe is still relevant regardless of how long these people last. Um, even in the future shows, like there's an extended universe where like some contestants do new segments for future seasons. Uh. But what they do to Ezekiel in a future season really bothers me. Like, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? It yes. creeps me out. Yes. And Ezekiel, Ezekiel is, he's like, uh, when he gets off the boat, um, he's like, Chris talks about how he's like home. He's always been homeschooled. And so they're like, you know, he doesn't know how to act around people. Yeah. And uh, well, that's Chris says, what's parent. up? And he looks up and he's like, a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah so that's just stupidity though that's not that's not yeah, yeah that's not like at this point like obviously we know the stereotypes of like uh homeschooled kids that like they have no friends and stuff and i feel like at this point in my life like i have met enough homeschooled kids that are like perfectly fine they're, they're well adjusted they're 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 not um they don't say problematic things uh, yeah. like Ezekiel so uh, being homeschooled is not an excuse for your behavior sir not at all cut it out like but yeah we'll get to more of his homeschooled beliefs later yeah. um, you know his dad uh, Ezekiel's family I don't think is uh, pro vaccinations no they're not they're not they he do their own have research been, yeah if, if this was uh, 2020 um, they were they were filming this in 2020 he wouldn't have made it out on the island yeah uh, next up, we have Cody and Eva. Now, Cody was someone I related to to an extent. Like, he was, like, a big dork. But right. I wasn't, like, pervy like Cody is. Like, yeah. Cody, Cody's so obsessed with the ladies. Uh, on a previous podcast uh, of for Phineas and Ferb, we were talking about how Candace Sims for Jeremy, and we talked about bigger mm-hmm. Sims in cartoon history. And Cody came to mind. Yeah, and, um, and, it's, and it's interesting because for the most part, it's not for, like, one person. It's, yeah. like, he's just, like, I mean, his biggest crush is Gwen, but he right. like he he like hits on. He'll take what he can he, get yeah. at this point. Yeah, he he's very creepy. Yeah, he the nerdy parts of him like take aside the creepiness. Like he's fine. He's a he's an interesting character. Like you said, you related to the nerdy uh, side of him. Um, I think he's a good character. Other than that, like it's not yeah. that that part's not cool, man. Yeah. Um, and then Eva. We have Eva, the forty-one-year-old Eva. Uh, yes, it's she like undercover aunt. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Eva. She comes off. Eva's got. She's very intimidating when she gets off the boat. Uh, she is like, basically, she's very physical. Uh, she loves to work out. She has she, a little bit of a rage problem. She does have a. Uh, I would say a lot, a bit of a rage problem. She, yeah. which, which you know. So- Relatable. We'll talk about it more in depth later, but Lashana goes to like chat with her, just like become friends. And he was like, 
Yeah. 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 Uh, Eva is is not the friendliest person there's ever been. So yeah. I don't really know what she thought. Uh, like was her her game plan for the show? Yeah. Uh, like what she ex- expected the experience to be? Why her quote unquote parents uh even let her? Because I do think she is probably like secretly um 50 years old yes exactly um but yeah so uh next up we get owen and courtney we can do those two together two of yeah. the bigger characters in the they family. are yes yeah um so owen's this For- like very chubby boy white boy um and he's very excited to be there yes for owen he is the biggest character probably both uh like figurative figuratively and literally um he's like not just like chubby he's like very tall he's taller Mm -hmm. than all of them uh he's like screaming as soon as he gets off the boat um he's he's pumped to be there which you know that's relatable i'm a loud person a lot of times i'll just be like talking to people and they'll be like autumn why are you yelling and i'll be like i this is my regular voice what are you talking about i am not yelling and i think that happens to owen and owen is a very relatable character in a lot of ways yeah, he just, I think he wants everyone to like him, but he's, like, very social, uh, and he is also very horny at times. Yeah, so. he can be. That's not cool. Yeah. yeah. He he also loves Canada uh, yeah. because he has his shirt. It just has a maple leaf on it. But it's blue, not red. But it's blue. Yeah, it's not like the flag. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's he's repping the land. But yeah. he he's, like... He, he's overall, like, you know, nice person. Um, a lot of people get along with Owen. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about Owen. Yeah, he's, he's a little freaky deaky also. Uh, he's, he's a, he, he, um, he, he's a little uh, crazy and silly. He and is. Wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of the most questionable, like, decisions made in the entire show are from Owen. Yes, exactly. Um, and then next up, we have Courtney, who was probably the biggest character of the premiere, if I had to, like, I'm yeah. trying to think. It's, it, Owen was up there. I'm just looking at my list. Uh, Heather, Lashana, Lindsay, and Courtney were the only yeah. other people that, like, come down. Like, this was a Gwen, like, was very sleeper episode for her. Right. Yeah, so. she doesn't do much. But Courtney, so I will say, when I remember, like, watching it when I was a kid, I think a lot of times you're like supposed to think Courtney is annoying and yeah. because she's very much like type A, like wants to control how things are going. And I did, I think that I like probably fell into that trap whenever I was, um, whenever I was a kid, but watching this as an adult, I love Courtney. She's like one of my favorite people on the show. I, I really enjoy Courtney. I relate I relate to her a lot. I love Courtney in this episode. Like I she so it was the beach episode and then the spy episode of action that like I remember distinctively being like entry points for me. Mm-hmm. And she was a big character in that one. Um Yeah. Like uh I think at one point in the series she wants to become like a lawyer and she definitely has that type A attitude. She's like, I was a CIT in training all episode long this right. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, she I do think like as much as I like, if I was to play like one of these shows, as yeah. much as I would love to just be like chill, and I think you're like a weird mix of Gwen and Courtney. Okay, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's, you're that's you're a nice very compliment. chill, but like, I feel like if there's something that you want to get done, you can like put in that like more yeah. assertive energy that like 
I think also it's the thing where if Courtney was a man on the show, maybe right. she, she would not be so annoying. Yeah. Uh, she I, like I think that she is She's very Angelina. Yes. That's yeah. a great she would negotiate summarize for them. Yeah. Like that is a great comparison. We kind of fell off doing the comparisons, but that's Yeah, is we can look we can like look at the like I feel like I'm trying to think Harold like at the time Bridget uh maybe not Amber. I'm trying to think of yeah. like Stephanie Lagrosa maybe. Oh, that that's probably a good one. Yeah. yeah. Katie yeah. and Sadie obviously the the 20s um, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, Courtney yeah. and Angelina. Um, For sure. That's like the best comparison I think we've had so far. Uh that or Gwen as Courtney Yates. Oh, wait, yes, I forgot yeah. about that one. That that's the best. This is the second best. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Courtney, Angelina is the second best. Yes. Um, and then last I in my recollection, Justin was last, but he's second to last. Um Yeah, because Justin it, he, he very much is the he he's a showstopper. Yeah. In hindsight, I think they should have put Izzy before Courtney and then Courtney then Justin. But just because like yeah. Courtney's look is what like but yeah. Right. But Justin doesn't say a ton in this episode. Um No. But he doesn't what? say a ton like at all. He he's like he he, he walks in to yeah. like almost any scene he's ever in. And the people just like stare at him and they have like uh like googly eyes and stuff. And there's the and, music too. Yeah. He's like his Wikipedia label is the eye candy. And he is just like everyone, like men and women alike, uh even animals later on in the episode, they are all uh, mesmerized by okay. this man. This might be a sacrilegious to say, but of the men on the cast, Justin is I'm not Catholic before in terms of looks. Like I think DJ, Trent, uh-huh. and Cody are all more attractive than Justin. <laughs> yeah, I could. Uh, it is strange because I I also like was paying attention. I know this is 2007, but he's wearing like jeans and flip flops. Yeah. So like I I understand. We, it's not the same fashion oh, he, that we would choose He's probably like a, a model, like a, a, on the side. Or he's, no, if he's an adult. Does he work at Abercrombie? He's 16, yeah. He's 16. I was going to be like, he's probably like modeling in Venice Beach. That's like oh, his yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, that is a, for sure his trajectory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he does live in Canada. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, we get Izzy, who I love and... Spoiler alert, I think I, I might give Izzy my fishy for the week because she makes a good ah, strategic decision. Like, she does. Social mm-hmm. capital-wise. She uh, does. Izzy is fantastic, and she is definitely um, portrayed as like, oh, this she, girl's crazy. She's someone that I love. Like, She just makes me smile on screen. Yeah. Um, she's and, so unapologetically herself. She doesn't yeah. care if you think she's crazy. She and Owen are into some freaky things. They are. Yeah. They are. Like, they're... they're Sex life is probably wild. I yeah, when I, they grow I, up, obviously. Oh uh, yes, yes. These are children. It's in the contract. We probably can't talk about that. They're sixteen. I but, mean, that's yeah. Well, you consume the High School Musical, the musical, the series. No, no? I okay. Felipe. Listen, I'm gonna say something right now that you are not gonna be a fan of. I was ne- like, I watched High School Musical, but I was never like a big High School Musical person. And so, I, like, I haven't watched the series um, Disney Plus, like, and I know, like, you're probably like, wow, I have to find a new, like, no, partner, no, 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 host for the show now. It's okay. No, I, I, 
I'll just I'll just go listen to the choir room afterwards. <laughs> like, okay. Or or my Robin Akiva podcast that I did uh, on. No, but basically, um, I forget what the my point was going to be. I almost swore there. Oh yes, uh, it's it's that tweet that I saw that was like it's wild to me that the High School Musical Musical series kids are the same age as the Euphoria kids, but they're very different universes. <laughs> yeah. Where I feel like this is like okay, this stuff probably is happening in this show, Loki. Like they're at a summer camp. Right. Which is notorious for where like kids hook up, like when they're like, right. summer camp teenagers. Um, yeah, they, and they seem a lot of them when they realize it's like summer camp, that that uh, analogy it like yeah. clicks in their brain. They're excited now. Yeah. So there was um. Camp. So I was a summer camp counselor at a sleepaway camp, and those children have no filter. They will tell you whatever they are doing, like, and I was just like, I am not your friend. I am. Your counselor, yeah. like I get along with you, but I am, I was 20, I turned 21 that summer and these like 15 year olds were telling me, me about things that I did not want to hear and I should not have been hearing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have no filter. They don't. I, I have never. So, so I, uh, my why do you think I asked to be with the little kids? Cause they were like innocent and not talking about that yeah. stuff and I didn't have to like worry about them sneaking out at night. Yeah, that's true. That. The teenagers are are much like harder to control. I my experiences with summer camps is only church camps. Okay. So, uh, like to some degree, there's less uh, shenanigans, but there is also a very big like church camp here in Oklahoma that I never went to, but like most uh, teenagers in Oklahoma like went to this church camp, and literally it is nicknamed the Baptist Breeding Grounds. Because, yeah. like, the kids just, like, go crazy while they're there. Yep, indeed. Uh, do you think, I? part of me really wants to text Audrey and be like, are you happy you, like, aren't doing this podcast? Because we're not even an hour, we're an hour <laughs> yeah. 15 in and we're not even, we just finished the cast assessment. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. Izzy's, like, the final thing I'll say here is Izzy falls off the boat, face plants, chin into the, to the dock. And Courtney's like, oh my God, we got to help her. And Izzy's like, ha ha, that was fun. Except for when I hit yeah. my chin. Uh, yeah, I think this is very representative of both characters. Yeah. Because, yeah, Izzy does this like, I mean, falling. Anyone can fall. But it is like a dramatic thing. A lot of Izzy, the stuff Izzy does is is pretty dramatic. And then Courtney, she's like, goes into like problem solving mode. And she's like, oh, like, you know, we got to get you some help. But But Izzy does not need help. She's like, this is just my life. I fall down a lot. It's fine. This is a fun experience, and I'm, I, I'm fine. I'm good. Don't worry about me. Yeah, she, she's there for the, the memes. Yeah, just uh, the memes. Yeah. So Chris wants a group photo for the promo department, which I'm like, okay, Survivor does that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, now, does, I, does Jeff take the photo? Probably no, not. No, it's I think some guy named Monty or something. From what okay. I. Okay. Well, look heard. at you knowing his name. Well, no, they mentioned it on like. Uh, cast things previously like cast assessments i think oh, bryce might have oh. mentioned it or something okay okay but, yeah. i only know murray from big brother murray off the stage. Yeah. i love how carson brought him back like it was like where's murray at <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that um but now someone has to mention murray on every season please yeah yeah i i, I want murray to be like this legend that we we never see but we just hear about all the time yeah so yeah so chris uh doesn't know how to take a photo. Um, you would you would be surprised. He seems like a very uh, egotistical person who would know how to take a selfie. 
but he doesn't know how to yeah. use a camera. Um, and then by the fi- time he finally gets it together, the dock breaks because there's so many people and they're standing on one side. And also Owen's like a big guy as well. And um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, people- the, it's not the best photo shoot there's ever been, but, you know, it gets the job done. It does. Yeah. Um, and then we get some like rules explanation, basically like to summarize, there's going to be challenges. Uh, you're going to be in two teams. Uh, the killer killer bass and the screaming gophers mm-hmm. are the two teams. Um, and then it's basically survivor. There's an immunity challenge. Yeah. Uh, the losers go to tribal council. They'll vote someone off. They'll get on the boat of losers. Um, mm-hmm. But instead of like shame. A voting voting parchment, like in Survivor, uh, you're, the ballots are revealed by uh, its top model, basically. It is, <laughs> the, yeah. Bachelor, like... like, this is the final rose tonight. This is the final marshmallow. Yeah, um, it's like, like they give, which... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This is my understanding of it, but they never explicitly say this. They they cast their vote in the confessional booth, right? So there's an episode where they put people's uh, faces or something. Like, they put pictures of people, I think. Oh, I don't even remember this. Okay. Later, this is... And then in Total Drama Action, it's like a digital ballot. Um, oh, like okay. They, everyone gets a PDA, and then there, instead of uh, marshmallows, it's, uh, it's Oscar trophies or chris mclean trophy okay and okay then world yeah. tour i remember it's like the passport stamps so so it's like the vote has already been decided they've they've all like voted and then when they go right. to the bonfire yeah chris has a bunch of marshmallows and in the bachelor style he just hands them out i'm assuming ran in a random order until yeah. the person who got the most votes like has no marshmallow and then they go yeah. to the dock of shame on the boat of losers to go home yeah there so the only reason that i know that they put photos in there and they like do confessionals because in that episode they reveal the votes to everyone and it causes drama mm, um, okay later. okay um and uh, yeah there's that episode is very memorable to me but yeah so we get our two teams um so i'll just go through them quickly uh which team do you want first uh give me killer bass killer bass uh wearing red or they don't actually get buffs but yeah they, they just they, have like a little flag yeah um <laughs> I, I just saw the note that Lindsay refers to Chris as Kyle. I was like, can I get a Lakeview cabin since I'm the prettiest? Uh, Chris is, is like, you are, but no. This was, That was the other, like, one of my favorite lines from Lindsay. And also, like, questionable, like, when you think about, like, they're 16. Should Chris, Chris be admitting is like 30. that she, yeah. Yeah, that she is, yes, the most attractive. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, he's like, that's not how it works here. Yeah. Um, so, Killer Bass. Jeff, Bridget, DJ, Tyler, Sadie, Izzy, Courtney, Ezekiel, Duncan, Eva, and Harold. And then the Screaming Gophers in green uh, is Gwen, Trent, Heather, Cody, Lindsay, Beth, Katie, Owen, Lashana, Justin, Noah. So Katie and Sadie are on different teams, if you recognize that. Um, And then he tells them about the outhouse confessional. Yep, and the outhouse where they do their confessionals is is it a is it a functional bathroom? Is that also where they go to the bathroom? I hope not. Well, they have the communal well, bathrooms. The, the communal bathrooms they're not Catholic. Yes. yes. Okay. Um. The yeah. Okay. So it, it is an outhouse, even though it's not a functional bathroom. I guess it is very gross. There are flies yeah. that fly around and you know chime into the confessionals. Uh, but apparently, it works like I think it works more like a diary room than confessional. Yeah. Because they can go in whenever they want. Yes, and and Lindsay doesn't know which way. She's like, where's the cameraman at? And she's looking at the wrong side. She's like, face the toilet, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so this is like some like non-strategy plot for the episode. Uh, the female gophers unpack. Heather complains about bunk beds. Gwen says it is summer camp. Uh, and then Cody enters the girls' cabin and compliments Gwen for being smart. And she's like, Cody, you're in the wrong cabin. And she throws him out. Um, yeah. And this, this is, is when we get your your favorite line of the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you know, Cody being a perv, you know, yeah. while they're trying to figure out their their commendations and then you know we have uh Lindsay being a queen that she is yeah. yeah she she says i'm not catholic um and then uh chris gives everyone 30 minutes to unpack before he they're supposed to meet at the main lodge um and then we hear the shriek uh also oh wait before we hear the shriek uh, we hear owen saying i'm so glad that we're i'm only going to be with the guys like that we don't have to sleep with the chicks and then there trent I think it's someone else looks at I him. I think it's like, Duncan. Is it Duncan? Yeah. They're like, what they, is like, wrong with you? This is like mild homophobia, but whatever. Is, yeah. Because like, then he's like, I don't, I I mean, I love chicks. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to sleep with them. And then and he's, he's like, like ah, yeah. I mean, uh, that came out wrong. Yeah. So yeah. That went over a, my head as a kid. Oh yeah, for sure. So it's it's a little, little uh, a bit of homophobia in here as well. Um, like we said, show's not perfect, guys. Yes. Um. And then we hear the shriek from the gopher's girl cabin. Um, and Lindsay is standing on a chair inside, screaming in terror about the cockroach, which mm-hmm. crawls towards DJ, who also screams and leaps onto the bunk bed, breaking it. Uh, and Gwen's like, that was my bed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and this is the first time we get, like, uh, more um, characterization of DJ in this way, where he's like, like we said, he has feelings. He is scared yeah. of stuff. It's very, you know, it's surface level, like, Oh, he's so big, but he's scared of bugs. But, you know, sometimes people who are big are, are scared of bugs. Yes, indeed. Um, and so he, this is when Duncan takes an axe and slices the cockroach in half, which I was like, unnecessary. No, you can use your, I, I feel like it's much less efficient to use an axe. Than also, he has to have a very it. clean shot. Right. Um, yeah. I Also, aren't cockroaches... Like most famously, uh, they can live without their heads, right? Isn't that like a characteristic of cockroaches? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I thought that was like a like a like a thing people know about cockroaches is that like, you know, you can cut their head off and they can live for a certain amount of time. Yeah, which would seem counterintuitive to uh, Dustin's mission here. Indeed, right? But yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, he should have just stepped on it. Uh like you know, what I, I but this is more of his like his logic obviously is not uh the best because yeah. he he has been in, you know, juvie before this. Yeah. So he he doesn't make the best decisions. Indeed, he does not. Um anyways, in the main lodge, chef introduces himself and he says, "You get 3 meals a day." And I give you what you get. You get what you get. You don't get upset. Um, and um, people were looking at the quality they of the food. They were upset. Yes. Yes. I love how Beth was like, will we be getting each of the main food groups? And uh, Chef is like, I don't care. You get what you get. Um, yeah. And Harold was like, I'm hypoglycemic if I don't eat enough sugar. And then Chef yells at them to sit down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And- this was the moment where what I was talking referring to earlier where like 
this is the first real chef hatchet moment and he just is like killing every single line uh he's so good yeah um and then uh lashana also tries to befriend eva in the line and this is when eva like cold shoulders her she literally uh, just says like, "Hey, what's up, girl?" or something like that, and Eva literally like won't even speak to her. They just got there, so again, what is Eva's plan for the game? Yeah, I mean, she very clearly had done. I mean, uh, she's probably like she cares probably only about the challenges. She's one of those right. people, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, uh, then uh, Lindsay asks Chef uh, says that her nutritionist advised her not to eat any white sugar, white flour, or dairy products, and Chef just ignores her. And Gwen's like, "It shouldn't be a problem." Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think they've got that in there. Yeah, and then Gwen is served, and her food is moved. She's like, "I don't want to complain on the first day and be follow that trope." But um, and then Chef is like mashing it with the with the meat mallet or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, and she's like, "Okay then." I mean, I guess uh, it. you could complain all you want, but the the food is what the food is. Yeah. And then Chris welcomes the contestant to the main lodge. Uh, Jeff asks if they could order a pizza. Jeff throws a cleaver knife at the wall. Um, yeah. And then, business. Yes. Chris announces that the first challenge will start in one hour. Sadie is nervous and asks DJ what he thinks the producers will make him do. And DJ's like, the first task has to be easy. And the camera then pans to the campers lined up on a very tall cliff. Um, And that's the end of the first part. It is. That's the end of the first episode. So we are however far into this podcast and we finally finished the first episode. Well, we did a lot on the characters. So I think the the second episode will probably go uh, uh, faster. Apparently, Courtney was Asian in the script. uh, And that was changed. But I feel like we can still call that Asian representation because she she doesn't look white. No, as far as if we're going like skin tone. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is 25, according to this Wikipedia page. Lies, lies. Lies. Chris is not 25. Chris is like, if Chris is 25, Eva's 16. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm trying to look at any other fun facts. A lot of continuity errors. Um... For future seasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to go to the next one? Okay. I think I think we should. Let's kick yeah. off episode two. Yes. No, I'm very excited for episode two. Um, so, Not So Happy Campers Part 2 or The Not So Great Outdoors Part 2. Um, this one, we get them to... The basic synopsis is the first challenge. First, It's like the first real episode. Yeah, um, this is the first time we see like real, uh, meaningful character interactions, like a challenge and an elimination. Yes, um, and this one will also probably be faster too because a lot of them is just jumping. Like it is, it takes yeah. the challenge takes up a lot of the episode. It is very like you know, a Big Brother. We've got a veto to play, and everyone yeah. goes individually. Um, it's got those vibes. Um, but yeah, and Chris tells them uh, as a literal cliffhanger from the first episode, uh, the first challenge is they have to jump off a very tall cliff into some water. And the water uh, has sharks in it, except for a very small area. And also, I this stuck out to me because Chris says that the cliff is a thousand feet high which Impossible. first of all do they even 
use feet in Canada. I thought that Canada was a metric system. So um, anyway. They might uh, be more interchangeable, but they definitely use the metric system. system right. Because there's so many Canadians, or at least, at least in our universe, I feel like. Right, right. Yeah, so, but anyway, regardless, we understand feet, so I'm glad they used feet in this instance. Uh, the cliff they're jumping from is a, is a thousand feet high, and I said, oh my gosh, that sounds so That stood out to me as a child, too, because I remember I was like, no way, Jose. Yeah, and so it literally, I Googled, it, it was a very, uh, it was not very in-depth of a, of, a, of a Google search, but I did Google, uh, like, how, like, how high can someone jump into water? Um, before it like will kill you on impact, you know. Um, and Google says that people can really only survive like 180, 190 feet um, yeah. before they like just die. So, uh, but but we see no one dies in this in this challenge. Is this like is Camp Wawanaqua like an undercover like? professor x academy like they're oh. all superhuman and that's how they're doing all of this yeah i think i think for the future episodes we should have activities like i like typecasting the survivor players and then each, uh -huh. each episode we should kind of like typecast a couple of the people in different like either movie franchises or like yeah. harry potter houses in one episode yeah. and then like which x-men they'd be that's uh, good yeah or the, who would the live action person be like we should do one of those each episode but like i love that uh and maybe it is a training academy for the mutants yeah is chris, yeah, I mean, is chris professor x charles xavier i mean i, mean, I guess no, so. Chef is professor x, yeah i would think that he's like chris is like i mean there's not really an equivalent he'd be like the figurehead but but yeah. uh chef hatchet would be like professor x yeah chris is the bad guy he's obviously magneto Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. He is. Yeah. He is Magneto, and that's the origin story. Because Chris is mm. such an asshole to, to Chef. Uh, yes. Chef is like, okay, that's why we're not friends. That's not because or, uh, you or have do trauma. You yeah. yeah. Or do you think that Chris does not know that they are superhuman and they're mutants, yeah. and that Chef, who, as we see, is like, you know, the chef, but also like kind of part of production. Did he drive the casting to cast all these people so that he can, like, behind Chris's back, like, train these superhumans yeah. to, to like, get back at Chris because yeah, Chris is so awful like to that. him? Yeah. Um, unrelated. Or actually, no. Skip ahead 15, 20 seconds if you don't want world tour spoilers. Uh, three, two, one. They basically already, like, make Ezekiel, like... Uh, creep like a super like super power freak in the third yeah season. Yeah, yeah i i did yeah i did forget about that until we were talking about ezekiel earlier but uh but yeah so i mean i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility i think i think there's some legs to this exactly yeah um but yeah so then we get okay can we talk about the game structure because you love games i love games we love games i here. thought it was so unfair that the killer bass had to send everyone over the edge first it should have been one at a time from both tribes right right and we'll see this like it kind of um has repercussions like with courtney later yeah. um yeah it should have been like one you go from this team you go for i keep wanting to say tribe but they're not tribes you and go it from should this be team. it should be random assigned like yes. i also think there but like um or like one person from each team has to go at the same time yeah like it's like kind of um very i mean 
American Survivor does this, but especially in Australian Survivor, like, when it's some kind of challenge where you have to, like, battle against someone, they're like, okay, yeah. who are y'all gonna send up? And, like, a, one person will, like, come forward, and so then, like, the other team will put, like, who they want yeah. to match that person. Something like that, I think, would have been much better. Indeed, yeah. So, basically, like, they're, they have, the goal is to jump in the lake. It doesn't matter where they land. They don't get, like, points, more points no. if you land in the white circle. You just but might get the eaten state, by a shark. Yeah, you might get eaten by a shark if you don't land there. Unless yeah. you're Justin. We'll get to that. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Bridget is fairly straightforward. Um, so Yeah, Bridget's like, it's fine. Yeah, Bridget goes first. Um, and then Tyler jumps next, and he lands onto one of the buoys in the lake. There's, like, a lot of, like, landing on your balls humor. There is, episode. yeah. And not, not a great episode for the men. yeah. Very much so. As my guy Daniel Strunk said, you got to protect the balls, gotta, Rocks Roy. Yeah. Yeah. They needed Daniel out there to yeah. remind them because they, they forgot. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then Tyler jumps. Yeah, he hurts his balls. Uh, then Jeff, Eva, Duncan have a little montage. They go. Mm -hmm. DJ is afraid of heights and he does not jump. So yeah. he he is then forced to go down the escalator and wear a chicken hat for the rest of the day. So, obviously, their team is punished by, like, points and everything. But I feel like there should have been more punishment. Like, well, maybe I'm just, like, surviving it now. But, like, yeah. he should lose his vote. <laughs> like, yeah, but this like is the... also, like, season one. Right. First challenge, right out the gate. Because they, the, the premise is, like, obviously, they all have to jump. And, like, the, it's basically, like, whoever, whichever team has yeah. the most people jump. And it doesn't even matter at the end because the, the challenge is stupid because right. we'll get there. But right. that's whoever, not even a challenge. Right. Whoever has the most people that jump, um, then they get an advantage to the second part of the challenge. Um, so it's not – yeah, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a strange format. And, and DJ, you know, as we have said, um, physically capable to jump uh, with his superhuman strength. But he is very scared. And understandably so, there's sharks in there. And so he says, I'm not going to. And so um, as a punishment, yes, he does have to wear the chicken hat, which honestly, yeah. should he have had more of a of a punishment? Maybe. But I love the chicken hat. I think the chicken hat is a great element to uh, a challenge. And I think Survivor should should include a chicken hat uh, or, or some kind of chicken hat-esque uh, device in their challenges yeah i mean they have chicken damn but they, they do they do they yeah. have marked the chicken um they it does seem like more of a big brother uh the thing big brother would do but but yeah. still like any anybody like um make make some people do something if they don't want to they they have to wear the shame of being a chicken yeah you don't want to be a chicken you don't want to be a duck just to go f full circle to the jimmy neutron stuff i uh yo i died when sheen they were there you've seen the movie right i have but it's been an incredibly yeah, long time no, so i don't really remember much i i remember like the plot details but i didn't and i remembered some moments but i forgot about this line and so there's this monitor and they're like doing the chicken dance for the ch giant chicken thing mm -hmm. and then sheen's like this is the worst halftime show i've ever seen <laughs> i <laughs> Died. She is so good. Yeah, like I, I really need to rewatch Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. I I have not watched that in so long. I love Jimmy Neutron so much. Like that was like 
Jimmy Neutron was probably the introduction to Nickelodeon for me. Uh, yeah. because I was watching it in Brazil one time and then I was like, mm. I can tell you which episode it was the one with the, the patches where they would get sick so they didn't have to go to school. And oh, then yes, yes. They had to go inside someone's nose and like uh-huh. take the, yeah, that very memorable yeah. episode. Um, yeah, so uh, back to Total Drama Island. Uh, so DJ goes down the escalator and then Ezekiel and Harold complete their jumps. They both get injured because Ezekiel hits a rock that juts out from the cliff and then Harold Harold's a dummy. Can we just talk about this? He yeah. does those he splits. Like even if you were jumping two feet into the or two two feet into the water, that's gonna hurt. Your legs are not designed to like right. land Which, like that. Like I mean, you know, you could say because they're jumping a thousand feet, there's more room for error. Like maybe your body ends up in a way you don't intend it to go. But also, also you just saw Ezekiel hit a rock. Your right. legs, you're like spreading yourself out to injure yourself more. Yeah, nothing. You could hit the buoy. Yeah, you you definitely could. I don't I don't know. I mean, the only person, I mean, is is like Bridget the best dive we see, the best jump. I think yes. she dives head first, you know, and then it's like you know without a hitch. But a lot of these other people, it's like you just learn. Watch the people in front of you. And then do better. I feel like that's very standard practice in um, these reality shows. The challenge also, especially uh, order of like when people go is very important because you get to learn yeah. from the other people. But the exactly. total drama cast. Yeah, it used to be a, it used to, oh, I haven't watched the mainline challenge in a couple of years. I watched All Stars 1 and 2, but mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen the episode since. I watched all of World of the Worlds, the one that Turbo won. Oh um, yes, so it's been yes. A, it's been a little bit. It's been a minute then. because like I just get frustrated with the franchise. I think there's too many episodes. I don't think they have a clear format, and yeah. it's like very confusing. And like I just listened to Ali and Brian and Scally right. and Matt. So right. Um, but I love the All Stars until this season. I'm really worried about this upcoming season. I haven't uh, watched All Stars. All Stars uh, is so good. All Stars, I know. You would love. You would love I know that's why everyone everyone talked. Which I haven't seen. I started watching the challenge at Fresh Meat too. So there's okay. people on there that I don't know, but there are oh, people, there's people that I don't know either. Um, and it's like I think a lot of them like was my introduction. Like, um, uh, I will vamp for a little bit because I think your internet. Are cut you out. froze? Okay. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. you froze for me. Okay, but you it's froze okay. for me. But uh, okay, and that's oh, what happened okay. earlier too. Yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I think you would love the challenge All Stars uh, series. Uh, but I remember like Battle of the X's too. It was like a big component. Like whoever won the elimination got to pick the order, and like mm-hmm. I yeah. think. That's like, like again, I feel like I'd be a good like consultant on some shows, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So Harold definitely does not watch the challenge because no. if he did, he would know to to take what people uh, just do go wrong feet first, the pencil dive. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and he definitely does not do that. Like, even like Bridget is a. I swam for years. I but I was too scared to dive off the high dive because well I chipped my tooth diving off the high dive when I was eleven, and oh, wow. I was that, traumatized. So I over rotated and I landed on my stomach. So I did a uh, like in, so I did a three sixty plus like a quarter. So I like went oh one and a gosh. quarter times and landed on my stomach from like a ten foot platform board. Um, and then I just I think I bit my mouth and it's like a tiny chip like i don't even see it but i don't know yeah oh yeah 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 wow that that is honestly like so i uh cannot swim 
period. Uh, okay. I don't know. I can't. I I can't even float. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't like water. I don't enjoy being in any water. I don't understand the concept of swimming because <laughs> you just like get in the a bowl of water and then like flail around. Like what? What are we doing? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. the mechanics of this so i am was very impressed yes with with bridget's uh dive because yeah, I, I would, would never do that yeah, yeah. like no. i i would never dive from any altitude like that yeah. um so yeah um actually in hindsight i don't remember if i was trying to do a flip or a dive but whatever way i did something um that scarred me for life um yeah sounds like it uh, but yeah, so Courtney refuses to jump, setting a medical condition, and Chris is like, okay, m- you might lose, and she, Courtney's like, runs the numbers, she's like, no, I'm yeah. gonna take the risk, uh, because I don't think the other team won't jump. Um, right, because they have, they only have, like, I think a couple more people after Courtney yeah. that still have to go, and there's 11 people on each team, and so DJ has already chickened out, but everyone else has jumped, Yeah, and so Courtney knows that when she, like, chickens out, uh that they will have likely have nine people yeah. that have, this that have was, jumped. I and think she doesn't think the other team will have nine people. This was very like she calculated the risk and like looking at this maybe like she doesn't know these people. Like she didn't read the, the like what's the opposite of a chizzy point or fishy point? Like I think uh, Courtney gets a demerit. That the Wasn't that the Cesty? Yeah the Cesty, <laughs> but I don't want to yeah. disrespect my guy Rob like that. I know. I mean um, he but, said it. That's yeah, his that's his so award. Courtney gets the Cesty for this week. Um yeah because like, it's the first day. You don't know these people. You don't know who's, like, a secret daredevil. Like, um, yeah, it's scary for everyone, I'm sure. But Yeah, uh, she really tried. Yeah. You didn't use any social capital to try to convince the other team. Uh, mm-hmm. You, like, also, obviously, game design is that flaw, too. Like, right, right. But, she, she couldn't. It wasn't like yeah. both teams still had three people yeah. to go. Um, and then she was... Even- it's not about winning or losing. It's not, it's about not getting voted out. So even if right. like for, you have to like calculate the risks that what if you do lose and then your team can put you. And then you're one of lucky. two people. Yeah. yeah that didn't He's do very it. Very lucky Ezekiel put his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Because she was, she was catching heat. We'll talk about yeah. it in a little bit, but she definitely, it, it was a close call for her this episode. Yeah. And now for a good strategic move, uh, Katie, uh, Sa- sorry, Sadie and Izzy are the ones who still have to go. Um, but uh, Sadie and Katie are holding on to each other for dear life. They're like, no, I don't want to go without her. And then they're like, can we please switch, please? And Izzy's like, I'll switch with her. I don't care. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, she didn't do it strategically, but it was such a great decision from Izzy. This, yes. I, I want to talk about this because I forgot this happened. And so which one, which one was on the... Katie was on the Gophers and Sadie was on the Bass. So Izzy switched with Katie. Okay, okay. So... Yes, they're like, she's about to go, and they're like, oh, we can't, we can't jump without each other. And so um, Izzy is standing there, yes, and like you said, she's like, well, I'll, I'll switch teams, which, incredible move for Izzy, because you are now, like, I, I think it's both, like, she puts herself in a, in a good position, and also puts, <clears throat> excuse me, Katie and Sadie in a bad position on their yeah. team. Because, um, like, if I'm if I'm not one of the people involved directly in this trade, I don't want two best friends on my team. Like, I, I would rather just have a single person. Obviously, they're like a voting block. And then, um, 
like you they also are like focused on um just like 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 this challenge like doing things with each other rather than the rest of the the team so far and away izzy comes out on top there's there's slight drawback that the only drawback i can think of is like okay well they'll go together if you keep them separated they won't go at all and then if she stayed on the killer bass she would have been at the hands like they would be down but then she right. switches and they go together and then maybe like if three of the gophers don't jump that's the only right. small drawback but like it's mm-hmm. so minimal and then she also and gets like, social capital with katie and sadie if they ever merge yeah uh, yeah for sure she yeah. does she does them a favor and she, um, like i mean she spent time with she had meals with the first team so she's the only one with like because Katie probably wasn't. I actually, I don't know if they sit together or sit as a. Yeah, I'm one trying unit. to remember. I think I want to say like after the challenge yeah. when they were in there, they did sit okay. in their team. This one is like kind of like a one world situation anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Mm, yeah, they all live yeah. together, but um, yeah. So great decision from Izzy. Uh, she's yeah. getting my fishy. I'm assuming she's getting yours, unless someone in the yeah. in the killer bass does something later. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. She this this was yeah. I'll I'll. I'll say it. She does get my, uh, what, what are we calling it? Strategic icon award. Uh, uh the I'm calling it the, the fishy. Uh, we're just gonna call my... it the fishy. Let's just do it. Okay. I mean, okay. Unless people Rob know what even... that means. Yeah. Yeah. If for some reason you don't, like we said, if for some reason you don't, uh, watch like Survivor or you're not in the, um, Rob has a podcast community uh the fishy is the award for the best like strategic decision that steven fishback gives out um every episode of survivor so that's yeah. a little background in case for some reason you found us uh without knowing that already yeah so uh and it's named after steven fishback and then the cesty is the opposite named after rob sesternino yeah um so that's that's the we'll have to discuss if we're giving a fishy in the first half as well but we can figure it out um yeah so uh then afterwards, we get uh, the green team goes. Uh, basically, uh, Chris does offer incentive also. Like, that's not fair. Like, that they know what they're going to win as well. Like, it's so unfair. Um, right. They, but if they can beat the killer bass, they'll get pole carts to carry the crates holding the hot tub parts. Um, so yeah. uh, Heather refuses to jump. So maybe Courtney did have like good read, and then uh, here. Because yeah, because Heather was not going to. I don't think. And Beth she would have done it on her own. Yeah, um, but Heather's reason is just to not get her hair wet. Uh-huh. Right, right. Which, which is which like, not, yeah. How how are you on this? I mean, I understand you didn't know that you were coming to this camp, but once you realize that you are, do you really think it's possible to not? You already got your hair wet on the dock of shame whenever y'all got yeah. there. And this is the another un- uh, problematic moment of the episode where um, yes. she and Lashana exchange words because Lashana's like, "I'm gonna, you're gonna go in the water. You're just like a spoiled brat." And yeah. Heather's like, "At least I'm not a ghetto wannabe rapper." That's a quote. Um, yes. And yeah. this was so to ugly. me, to yeah. me, the most egregious part um, of the episode yeah. in that regard. Uh, yeah, this was very bad. Um, like we said, we talked about it earlier. Uh, not great yeah. but you know what Lashana says well okay you're gonna say that that's fine I'm gonna pick you up and I'm gonna throw you off this cliff yeah. and we will get the point and that's what she does so you know it was it was it the best uh 
decision to throw her off the cliff from just a human standpoint? Probably, probably not. Probably, yeah. probably shouldn't have done that. Cross the from, line. Uh huh. Cross the line. But from a game standpoint, they got the point. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't but... matter. Yes, they're still they're yeah. still humans first and foremost. But in a vacuum, uh, especially after someone has said something so horrible to you. Yeah. I mean, you know, she made the best out of the situation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She. She. I appreciate Lashana for standing up for herself, but you also don't need to physically. But it's also a cartoon. But like that's not buying yeah. anything. But like right, it's a right. kids show. Like it's meant for comedic effect. But I mean, the, the cliff of jumping off is bodies. a thousand feet high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eh, it's all Chris they, McLean's they... fault. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then everyone jumps. Like uh, Lindsay uh, says, if Heather doesn't jump, I'm not going to jump. And then Heather is thrown out. And Lashana's like, well, I have to jump now. So everyone jumps. Yeah. Um, Justin lands outside of the safe area and everyone gets nervous, but the sharks but the are sharks, too. The sharks, they get their same googly eyes and then they just they just watch him while he goes to the to the shore. He he's not he is not in danger from the sharks, from any of the people. Everyone's so mesmerized by this man and his flip flops. He yeah, exactly. Uh, his flip flops. Uh, Beth does not jump, she's afraid, so she goes down. Mm-hmm. um and then trent and then this was a goof because noah didn't jump on screen but then he was in the water yeah so, yeah uh, i noticed that too but yeah trent trent and noah jump um and owen's the only one left and then he has this confessional which does or he's gonna says this and this was memorable to me he's like i'm going to die now i'm going to flip and die now or something he adjective might be different but yeah uh, yeah owen owen is very scared but yeah and but then he the does confessionals that. Uh, I love the cross cutting here. Uh, yeah. So Owen says, I was pretty darn nervous. See, the thing is, I'm not that strong a swimmer. And then it goes to Jeff. I'm looking at this guy and thinking, there's no way he's going to make it. And then it goes to Gwen. I actually thought if he jumps this, he's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, that, that was good from the editor slash chef hatchet, whoever the editor is. Um, I, Oh, this is, this is also very indicative of Owen's personality because is he terrified? Yes. But is he going to put his whole heart into it and do the thing anyway? Also, yes. Yes. He he goes for it. He he puts his little floaties on, which you would have to have after you reveal that you're not a swimmer. Right, uh, right, yes. And also, can I talk about another thing? This is another reason that I identified with Owen in this um, instance. Owen has a farmer's tan, Okay. And we a couple have a, of them did. A couple of them do, but I feel like Owens is the most like aggressive farmer's tan. I, maybe maybe he's just the palest in general of the people that have farmer's tan. But I I felt like it was it was uh very severe, and you know, I no longer have a farmer's tan now. But I kid you not, I can't believe I'm telling this right now. I I kid you not, when I was like in high school. I had a farmer's tan for years that I could not get rid of. Probably due to the fact in some part that, like I said, I don't go swimming. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, very rarely was I wearing like a bathing suit or anything. And uh, even when we're like, the farmer's tan is so bad that I, how do you get rid of the farmer's tan? Well, you, you tan that part of your skin. But I would be embarrassed by my farmer's tan. So instead of wearing a tank top to get rid of the farmer's tan, I would wear another t-shirt 
furthering the farmer's tan. And yeah. I'm 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 not kidding, guys. I had a farmer's tan for like years that I could not get rid of. Finally got rid of it. Uh, we're farmer tan, farmer's tan free now. But if you've got a farmer's tan, like it's it's fine. But it it is another reason I identified with Owen in this moment. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he does it. He jumps. Uh, we also he forgot jumps. to mention that like there was a line earlier that's like they have to test this. Like they have interns. Oh yes. Uh, and then Chef is the intern, and he's also he's the, yeah. He's the only intern not like in the hospital yeah. already. Um, yeah. So Chef has to jump. Uh, yeah. Again, more abuse. Most of they have interns and not production assistants. It's because they're not paying their interns. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So again, not the best uh, production company here. Oh, for sure. Um, so then uh, Owen lands and there's a big splash, which I feel like was not realistic enough. No. Like he would not make a splash that big, but it's also a cartoon. So. And um, this happens a lot with Owen. We talked about earlier how like the dock breaks and stuff like. I mean, you know, yeah. a little like fat phobic sometimes, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, Owen uh, jumps in the water and like the whole lake splashes. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. Exactly. But um, yeah, so uh, they, they he loses his bathing suit in the water, but they win the the thing, the crates. Good trade off. Um, yeah. Um, and then the gophers get their pull cards and they sing uh, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Um and uh, they sing a different version. They sing not just pop, but like the the final lyrics were different than the one I yeah. knew. Yeah, is but... this a Canada thing? Maybe. Yeah, I don't right know. in. Is it a Canada thing? Yeah, tell let us know, Canadians. Yeah. Um, and then the bass have difficulty, and there's a lot of cross cutting. So we'll just like uh, stick with the gopher's plot, and then come back to the bass plot. Um, so Lindsay stops. She finds a seashell. She picks it up and holds it close to her ear, uh, and then she walks to catch up with their team um and then yeah they get to the cabins already so we'll go back to the cabins later uh in terms of the shenanigans that happened to the the bass uh katie and sadie and tyler all need a bathroom break uh meanwhile courtney gets a bug bite on her eye and it starts to swell um katie and sadie return from the bathroom and they start feeling itchy where and bridget's like oh you squatted in poison ivy and Katie and Sadie end up just chilling in the water so it cools. Yeah, because they can't. The poison ivy, the itch is so bad. Yeah, They cannot keep, like, doing the challenge, trying to go build the hot tub. They, it, it's a it's a bad time. Um, They were too blinded by their friendship to notice the poison ivy, which I feel like is indicative of them in general, that, like, they're so focused on, like, themselves and doing stuff together. Um. That some they're just oblivious to a lot of things, and exactly. Bridget points this out to them. She does, she does, yeah. Um, Bridget's a queen. Bridget is, yeah. Mm-hmm. She she like describes exactly uh, poison ivy too, which she talks about. It, they're like oval shaped leaves, low to the ground. Like Bridget knows much more about poison ivy than I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I can identify poison ivy. I don't think so. I I don't think I could either um yeah have you ever so, had poison ivy like have you ever so. not uh, to my recollection me either me either i i feel like when i was a kid though i, th- I thought it was gonna kind of like you know how john mulaney said like he thought quicksand was gonna be a much bigger thing yeah. uh i i thought poison ivy was gonna be a bigger thing same yeah no for sure like it's you fine. hear about it a lot yeah um 
And then, yeah, so then we go to the to the construction parts. And we'll, again, do this in chunks because the gophers are there for a long time. So they're, like, in a groove. Uh, they're still building everything when the bass get there. So they're not that far ahead, but they're far ahead. Um, and then Heather, uh, with Lindsay by her, apologizes to Lashana for her mm-hmm. rudeness earlier. She, um, she does, though, like, repeat the comment. She's like... I'm sorry for calling you ghetto and all this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's like, meh. Just, okay. Yeah. And then we find out it's not even a sincere apology because um, Lashana is moved by it. And it's like, truce, girl. Um, yeah. But Heather, tell, then, Lindsay's like, was that a, I, why did you apologize to her? Like, already? Like, I thought you were angry with her. And uh, Heather's like, oh, that wasn't a real apology. That was not sincere. You have to keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Yeah. Um, and Lindsay asks Heather if they're friends, and Heather says, "Yeah, she is for now." Yeah, which I mean, so like if she had said any other like comment that was not so horrible and racist yeah. to Lashana, I'd be like, "Yes, Heather, like you, you go like be fake friends with these people so you have their votes." But because of what the comment was, it's just like hard to root for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, we'll remember this probably, but it's like also then like Heather becomes like a fun antagonist to watch in TV, but then like, Alicia doesn't have a ton more ugly moments, but again, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. Anyways, the killer bass are behind building their hot tub um, and Bridget has to go get Katie and Sadie. Uh, and so Jeff and Courtney start to rally their team together. Um, and Courtney's definitely like, high highly organized and she's trying to be like mm-hmm. type a and duncan criticizes her um and she says she's an ineffective leader and courtney's offended by it um yeah but and as she should be because there was no leadership i mean the the literally the team was falling apart at the seams they were way behind and courtney was like look you know somebody's yeah. gonna do something it's it's gonna be me i'll i'll be the leader and uh, so she does. Like, obviously, she catches some heat like Dustin, but she gets the job done. Yeah. Again, if she was a man, uh, exactly. probably no problem. For sure. Um, and then the gophers build the fully functional tub. Uh, the bass have this, like, haphazardly thing that Which leaks I'm... and breaks. And, and it has duct tape around it. And I am impressed that they even managed to build a hot tub that held it together for however long it did. So, did the, the gophers get supplies too? Or did they have the same supplies? Uh, that's a good question because I kind of just assumed they had the same supplies in there. Yeah. They're just not good at building. But them. maybe they didn't and that's why they had to use yeah. the duct tape. Yeah. I feel like Eva's been around a Home Depot, so she should have known better. Yeah. 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 She should have. And then, so they have to go to dinner to decide who they're going to vote out. And this is the most strategy we get, like, active strategy. Um, yeah. And Duncan is saying that it should be Courtney or DJ because they were the two that didn't jump. And he's like, but if we have a strength challenge, I trust DJ. So we got to vote out Which, Courtney. really, you know, valid. Those are valid points. Yeah. Um, yeah, very valid points. Like, if you're going off performance, like, that's usually how a lot of challenges go in the first yeah. challenge. Like We got to keep the tribe strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... Courtney's like, but I'm a CIT. And everyone's like, we know. And then she's like, well, why don't we just vote out Tyler? And Lindsay stands up and screams from the other table. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is a this is another like uh, extension of the you know um, light flirting we saw between Lindsay and Tyler. She she hears this and uh, is beside herself. She can't. Tyler cannot go home. She she's like, but then she recovers. She's like, no, no salt. Yeah, she's like, uh, what are you talking about? I know what I wasn't listening to y'all. Yeah, um, and then Duncan and Jeff aren't interested in voting off Tyler since Tyler jumped. Um, and then Courtney was definitely going to be the first boot, I feel like, because even the women were getting annoyed with her and her CIT stuff. Like, Bridget was like, yeah, whatever, but then she has a saving grace, and that saving grace is sexism from Ezekiel. It is, yes. This is the one time when you're like, you know what, sexism really came through for us. Yeah. Um, so uh, Ezekiel explains that uh, it, he's like, I don't know why we lost. The Gophers have more girls on their team. And Eva and Bridget are like, huh? And Ezekiel's yeah. like, well, guys are stronger and better at sports than girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Jeff tells everyone to calm down. And Ezekiel continues to make sexist comments about women and their intelligence. He says they're also, yeah, guys are also smarter yeah. in addition to being stronger. Yeah, so uh, stupid. It's not received well. So it was looking bad for Courtney. But then, you know, Ezekiel put his foot in his mouth. But really, it's not even like he put his foot in his mouth. It's it's really just like he was saying whatever he wanted to say. Because it's like he he doubled down. He meant to say those things. He shouldn't have even put the foot anywhere. His mouth should have stayed closed. His mouth should have stayed closed. Like it was for the rest of the episode. He said nothing except for the pigeon line. How are you going to be so... Your your edit is so purple. You're nowhere really. And then yeah. the one thing that you're gonna say is like so horrible. Get this guy yeah. off my screen. Yeah, no, they couldn't he, vote him out fast enough. Literally, if he didn't say anything, he could have like been like writing to the merge. Even. Yes, yes. Like, He'd be like goat much, material. Yeah, very much like JP from Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. Okay, uh, yes. But like without the sexism. Yeah. Or with yeah. 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 So. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, campfire ceremony. We get a plate of marshmallows, and we explain the marshmallow ceremony. So, mm-hmm. uh, this is the order: uh, Jeff, Tyler, Katie, Bridget, DJ, Harold, Sadie, Duncan, and Eva. Again, Eva wasn't shown uh, getting yeah. a marshmallow. Yeah, it, it is strange. Um, the Some editors that, dropped the ball, yeah. especially since they're like they spent so long with like Chris doing the. Uh, if it was like a time right. constraint thing, doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was strange. Um, and and are we? We mentioned this earlier, kind of. But do we like know for sure that the order, at least up until the final two people, like the last marshmallow, is random? Like, do we assume like? I assume it's done for tension, like production. Like if like if everyone gets zero votes besides Courtney and Ezekiel, mm-hmm. then it's just like right, done. right. Yeah, I, I do think Katie and Sadie should be like drawn at either they put them right next to each other or make katie first and sadie last or something like or the yeah. other way around like, yeah like you know so you know what katie and sadie should play like like the pax bros like <laughs> like one person yes like is that y'all want to be together all the time y'all want to be on the same team so much like okay then y'all gonna share the prize money and you have one vote yeah um i would love to see it i would i would be here for it like bring back katie and sadie yeah. um but then Chris gives the final marshmallow to Courtney, and Ezekiel's the first camper voted out of the competition. Um, and Chris was like, you were eliminated for picking your nose, which is caught on camera. And I'm like, Chris, wow, you're sexist too. 
you yeah. don't see what he did was wrong. Right, right. Chris, like, talk about, like, uh, the host not actually watching the show or knowing what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Chris, out of touch, doesn't realize what got Ezekiel voted out. And Ezekiel doesn't know what got him voted out either, probably. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I just remembered something that I found out last year. Nothing relevant to Ezekiel. Okay. Uh, we talked in the pre-show or at the beginning of this podcast if uh, the voice actors for Lashana, Chef, and DJ were indeed Black people. Yes. And I forgot that I knew the voice actor of Chef and DJ because he was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What? Wait, what? I Clay well, Bennett. What? Clay okay, Bennett. He I was even, um, I Wal- that John up. Walker's friend. <gasps> oh my gosh, that that's who that was? I'm pretty sure it's the same guy, Clay. I didn't even look up the picture. I just saw his name. Like when I saw it, uh, when I looked it up earlier in the beginning when we first got on this call. I think... Lamar Hoskins, Battlestar. Yes. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Yeah. That's very interesting. That's wild. Okay. Anyways, sorry. Uh that I just saw his name I was like, wait, I remember him. Okay. No, Anyways. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah. Uh back at the Gophers camp, they're enjoying their hot tub party as the bass walk by and Cody toasts to the screaming gophers. We didn't mention that when the Gophers won, Owen was in the hot tub naked and then like hugged all the girls mm, yes. and like Yeah, because uh, remember he lost his bathing suit earlier. Yeah, then they don't get in the hot tub. Like Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's uh he didn't think that one through. Yeah. Or, or maybe he did and just with poor judgment. Yeah. Um Yeah, Courtney signals to the cameraman to come over and declares that the Gophers can enjoy their first victory, but she will ultimately win the competition and a hundred thousand dollar prize and no one will get in her way. And Gwen's the last confessional of the episode says, yep, this camp pretty much still sucks, but now I'm here. I might as well try to win. So Yeah, which is yeah. a good attitude to have. And also, I love this from Courtney. Uh, like, you make the camera, like, get you. you. You you make your own TV time, Courtney. And I love this attitude. She's like, look, man, I was almost a per- the first boot. Uh, the show would have taken a giant hit if I was. But I'm not anymore. And so I'm yeah. going to be here and I'm going to do my best to win this sucker. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's the first two episodes. Do we have any final thoughts uh, before we get into our segments real quick? I mean, overall, like, you know, like we said, first episode, especially like kind of slow um, on the action. But I think these two episodes combined are a very good um representation of most of these characters i yeah. i think it's a good in show um yeah it set it sets it up well it sets it up agreed um okay so should we get to our fishies and our mvps what do you want to do first mvps or fishies i feel uh, like we already talked about the fishies so we can yeah. okay so yeah. like i said not so happy camper two i'm giving it to izzy how about you who are you giving it to um so our wait sorry are we sorry i you can cut this out if you want. I spaced out for a second. Are we doing fishies or uh, MVP fishy. first? We're fishy. doing the fishy first, yeah. Okay. So who was yours? Izzy. Izzy. And we're giving, are we giving one? Are we giving I one? Think I'm at, I think I'm down to give two, but I'm trying to think of who I'm giving it for the first one. Yeah, I, it's hard for the first one because there was not much like strategy yeah. at all. Honestly, I could see it being... Courtney in the first one because I say this because she's like 
tries to like um at least build like personal connections with people in the yeah. first episode because you know like when izzy falls and she's like oh we have to help her um and she's like uh she i think is it the yeah the first episode she uh when katie and sadie get split up sadie's like upset because they're on different teams and she's like comforting her so yeah. i think i'm gonna give my my fishy for the first episode to courtney Yes, no, in a similar manner, I'm giving my first episode fishy to Lashana because she tries to communicate with Eva. Yeah, yeah, and, that's, like, that's a good one. Yeah, um, and with that said, uh, Eva gets my sesty for that episode. Um, oh, yes, yes, I forgot. Yeah, for sure, that has to be mine too. Eva has to get it. There, I don't, I don't really think there's, uh, yeah, there's, and I feel like person. in general, we should stick away from like giving the sesty to the person voted out because I feel like that's too yeah. easy. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have your fishy and sexy ready for the episode, second episode? So for the second episode, I think, I mean, I don't want to like copy you for all of them, but it has to be Izzy for yes. the, for when they, uh, she switches teams. I think that's for sure um, the best, the best move. Um, honestly, like, again, like if Heather was not like the thing she did was not so horrible on a personal level i would have given it to heather for then yeah. making amends with lashana but because of the nature i, I can't do that so yeah. we will give it to izzy yes um so a sweep for izzy this week um yeah. you told me before this project izzy was gonna get any fishies let alone two yeah in the first episode i would be like oh wow um and then uh for in terms of the the sesty do you have yours ready or should i go first um I mean, let, I want to hear yours. What is yours? I'm giving it to Courtney. I think we discussed it earlier, but yeah. like, she was hindered by the game mechanics and the mm -hmm. game design, but she should have taken the jump and then she played it so badly at the dinner. Like, I, and like throughout the, I, I know she was like trying to save her ass at the end by building the hot tub, but then she like rubbed people the wrong way. And she really got saved by the grace of Ezekiel sexism. Um, she did. So yeah. I, I just can't see giving it to anyone else when I don't think anyone actively played badly. Right. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, the one thing I will say, I I will probably be a Courtney Defender the entire podcast. Yes. Uh, because I love Courtney. But I do think, like, she was trying. And nothing she yeah. tried was, like, she genuinely thought that she was doing good um in, in the decisions that she made she was like you know I, I think this is an okay decision i can make to not jump because of the numbers i you know we obviously need a leader um so i don't i agree i understand why you gave it to courtney but i don't want to give it to courtney so i mm, you know what let's say dj i love dj, DJ. I love DJ, but I do think I understand he was scared um, to jump. But similarly to how Courtney was only saved by Ezekiel, like being awful, DJ, like, what if he was the only one that was uh, had chickened out? I mean, then you can say it was a tie because Beth also was the only person on their team that didn't um, jump. But I like he he did not do himself any favors at all because if you 
they like when they first meet DJ, like you think, oh, this is a the guy that's very capable in challenges. He's very strong. But now we're like, ugh, like, can he even do things when we need to count on him to do them? So he was also like, if Courtney hadn't been another person that didn't jump, like they he probably would have got some votes. So I will say DJ with like an asterisk next to it because like it's not like actively bad like he recovers okay but um but yeah i'll say dj love that uh not for dj but i i appreciate your your explanation um and then so now we can get into the mvps and lvps so this is non-strategic it's just like who deserves love and who deserves hate from the episode um do you want to go first for any of these or should yeah are we doing are we going to do two again for each one or are we going to do one we're doing two for each one okay so, so basically, like two two people get it for the combined episodes, I guess, or the same person if you want to give double points. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, the first episode MVP has to be Lindsay. I I loved everything she did. I loved Lindsay in the first episode. Um, also, for the first episode, I will say. Uh, LVP probably like Harold. I was gonna give it to yeah. Harold as well, um, just like his counsel with Lashana. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, we neglected to mention uh, Lindsay when talking to Her- uh, Heather at the end of the episode calls Lashana Lafonda. Oh yeah. Another, like microaggression. Yeah, she does. Like not. Yeah. yeah. Not great. Not great. But. Yeah. Um, so my MVP in the first episode goes to Lashana, just yeah. because like we have to start off strong. Right, uh, right, and then Harold in the second episode, uh, just for what he said. Uh, uh, who who are you giving it for the second episode? So for the second episode, um, I think I want to give it to Lashana. J- similar reasons, like you know, we got to get some Lashana love in early. Um, yeah. I-, I think she does enough in the second episode. Like, I mean, I mean she deals you know, with racism and sexism. And she does, like, more. and she holds her own. And so I want to give the MVP to Lashana for the second episode. Um, and LVP is Heather because yeah. this is when she doubles down on the horribleness from the first episode. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree with that take. Um, the only reason I'm not giving it to Heather is because Ezekiel also said some problematic things and I want to spread right. that right. kind of uh, like give both of them some flack. Yeah. Everybody that. needs hate in this. Yes. In this scenario, and just kidding. Don't hate a, people. Well, these are cartoon characters, but still, yeah, characters. like, but uh, yeah. frown upon them at least. Okay, true. Um, and then for the MVP on the second episode, I'm gonna give it to Bridget. Like, she is like mm, a badass that's woman. A good one. Uh, she takes the first leap for the campers. Uh, yes. She, I feel like she's one of the biggest. Like, because she's a strong woman, she was like not gonna deal with Ezekiel's nonsense yeah. and like just like having the just You're position right. of the two of them like being the mvp and lvp there it feels right to me yeah like the worthy adversary uh yeah, yeah i like that she also identifies the that it's poison ivy uh yeah, yeah she th- that's a good one that's, yeah. that's the right choice i think okay last three questions before we go to the quick spoiler section uh one good chef episodes bad chef episodes so th- this this is a great great chef episode agreed yeah uh icon you know he he has to test out the challenge and and he he does so he says i don't enjoy this but i will do it anyway so he makes his feelings known but then 
fulfills his obligation. And then also, he's, you know, trying to, like, cook for everybody. And they're just hating on him. And he probably doesn't have control over buying the groceries. He, he, he doesn't, he can't tell you if there's uh, white flour or whatever, like, Lindsay was talking yeah. about she needed. He's just cooking the food, okay? And he's just trying to do his job. And yeah. so, yes, great, great chef episodes here. Agreed. Now, Chris. Chris. Because uh, he got on my nerves. I mean, he, he it did. was bad for me. Yeah, I think I think they're bad. Yeah. Chris is yeah. bad. Uh, honestly, like he had a, a few like maybe good like uh, comebacks to what people were saying. But I think the ones that stick out in my brain were like the ones that were not great. Yeah. Uh, like when he tells Lindsay, like when he agrees that she is the prettiest one like not cool man yeah um and then last but not least in terms of this uh would autumn be good at this challenge or not oh my gosh this oh this is a surprise question okay yeah. uh well i we've already discussed this uh absolutely not autumn would be horrible at this challenge at both parts obviously first and foremost uh can't swim also i'm not a superhuman so i would die from this Okay, let's just like make it like the Australia jump from Australian Outback. Okay, okay. okay so yeah. still, okay, wouldn't die, but still, still would be uh, go very poorly for me. Also, it's highly possible I would um, stand at the top for a very long time trying to psych myself up to actually jump because I'd be so scared. And then also, I I don't know how to build things. So if it got to the, unless there was an instruction manual in one of those crates, yeah, this would have been, this would have gone really poorly yeah. for me. I would have been good at the first part. And I think I have an encouraging presence, like a kind, but encouraging presence. Um, yeah, for if sure. It, especially if it wasn't timed, but then uh, the crates uh, I would be useless for. Yeah. The crates, we would, we would both need a Courtney, yeah. someone to direct us on what to do. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, should we do plugs here and then spoilers, or yeah, let's do plugs here. And uh, then okay, you have a, I don't really have anything to plug, so this is on. Yeah, this is a you. Follow you. Yeah, at Autumn in the club. Autumn in the club. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, so people can follow me at uh, I'm on Twitter at Automatic Dub. So A U T U M N A T I C D U B Automatic Dub. Um, I'm also on. Uh, Instagram, that's where I was saying that I do recap Disney Channel original movies on my stories from time to time um, that might interest some Brazilian Dragon listeners. Uh, and my Instagram is just my first and last name, Autumn Matthews. Uh, my last name only has one T in it, so it's tricky, yes. but uh, get it right if you want to find me. Yes, in terms of my plug, so Brazilian Dragon Network is popping right now. Uh, the day we're recording this was the day that the trailer for Gravity Bros dropped on the Dragon Baby specific feed. And that's a Gravity Falls spoiler-free rewatch podcast um, by Alec and Hester. And the first episode drops Tuesday. So you're probably already listening to, you've probably already seen it if you're listening to this and can go listen. Um, also on the Dragon Babies feed, Two Can't Keep a Secret. If you like Pretty Little Liars, AJ has never seen it before. Jay has seen it twice. This is her, uh, sorry, their third rewatch of it. And uh, it's just chaotic. Um, so... We love that. And then uh, Brazilian Dragon, at the time you're listening to this, we probably have a How I Met Your Father season one podcast up as well. Um, and yeah, stay tuned if you like this kind of content. Episode 100 is getting close, and I need to figure out what I want to do for that. 
but uh yeah uh lots of things happening brazil dragon pod is where you can find everything um and then my main is what the fleep now let's get into spoilers all right so um five there- four three two one get out of here if you want if you spoiler- get out of yeah. here yeah uh so what do you want to talk about first spoilers so I think what what stuck out to me the most from this episode, the most like uh, foreshadowing, is all the little hints of the showmances to come. Yes. Uh, you know we very we get like when Trent gets on the on the dock, he stands next to Gwen, and they just kind of like she like kind of glances at him, and I didn't honestly I did not remember that this was all like so immediate. Um, the stuff you know kind of with tyler and Lindsay. obviously we talked about that a little bit but um and there's some jeff and bridget uh courtney duncan even a little bit oh yes courtney and duncan yes um yeah. so owen yeah izzy. <laughs> owen is there's a lot Very of prominent. there yeah. are i didn't realize that we just started naming them there's a lot especially for like si- i mean i was about to say like that's a lot for 16 year olds but maybe because it's 16 year olds there'd be more actually yeah um yeah lots of showmance foreshadowing here Indeed, indeed. Uh, but yeah, no, that that's something I took away. And then the only other real big thing that I took away, um, well, I noticed in the order, they showed a lot of the far people, people who make it far early, like mm-hmm. Jeff, DJ, uh, Gwen, uh, Duncan, all yeah. of them were like, Heather was pretty early, Lashana uh, right. was later, I think. But like, they had a lot of people who make it deep early, um, mm-hmm. except for Beth. Um, and then... Uh, for the other thing was like a lot of mild interaction between Gwen and Owen who are our final two right yes there was a lot they you know obviously all just like friendly like yeah uh interactions between them but uh yeah they got they got a lot of attention we're already kind of highlighting these two as a pair um even if they don't become like a more like solid uh but they're friends they spend the whole game together yeah yeah so. yeah so that you know that was that won't yeah. come till later but we were already already getting hints of it oh. yeah and i have no responses to was there edgic for total drama island Man. um yeah so with that said do you have any other final spoiler takes um oh the reason people love lashana besides the fact that she's just a boss yes is because of how she yes. goes out in this first season robbed queen robbed queen that is absolute shenanigans and i will not stand for it and if you slander yeah. Lashana on my podcast feedback, uh, I won't read it. You can still send it in because we love the engagement, but I will not read it. No, we, we we will take no Lashana slander in any form. You can you can take you can criticize her game if you want to criticize her game. Okay. Moves, but we will not criticize any slander about Lashana the human being. No, and about the any like possible quote unquote game moves that led to her. Uh, being eliminated because oh, yeah. there were she did none. nothing wrong. She did there nothing were none. wrong. There were none. Yeah, leave Lashana alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, with all that said, any final thoughts? Um, I mean, spoiler wise, not really. I mean, Owen definitely does get like a lot of. He's a very big presence, uh, like we said yeah. earlier. Um, and and so when he's having his moment, it is all about Owen. Uh, yeah and um you know obviously that will continue throughout the season um so yeah but other than that like great episodes um i i think this is a great start and 
Thank you if you stuck around for this very long podcast. Yeah. I don't think it will generally be two hours, 30 minutes, but we had a lot of cast members to introduce. Um, and in terms of next week, I should have probably said this in the spoiler-free section, but we're not going to cover every episode one by one. We're going to do them kind of in arcs. And how does it sound to you, Autumn? The next three episodes we'll talk about. So episodes three, four, and five, I think is like the completion of a mini arc. Does it sound good yeah. to you? It does. Yeah. It does. Um, so... That is what we'll talk about next week. I don't remember the names, but uh, if you're counting people in, uh, the 21st boot, the 20th boot, and the 19th boot, or the place it. Um, so those three episodes. Uh, through the talent show, if you know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we will have it all covered here. Yes. Um, and you can follow us on social media. And mm-hmm. uh, we need to, like, uh, what was our hashtag? Protect Chef Hatchet. Yeah, Protect yeah. Chef Hatchet. That was That's it. That's our hashtag if you listen to the whole episode. And then we need a catchy sign off, but we'll, that'll come naturally to us. Mm, um, yeah, but, we got to think about that. Uh, also, we didn't really talk about the theme song, but a banger. <laughs> uh, absolute. Like, you know, we talk a lot about like uh, theme song. I know you, you did your uh, theme song bracket. Uh, it was on there. Yeah. And it is a great theme song. It is one that like you don't you don't really need to skip. There's no yeah. need to skip it. It's a it's a good song. It's oh, a great theme song. Every time, yeah. But yeah, that's where we get our podcast name from. We want to be famous. Uh, we want to be famous. Tell mom and dad we're doing fine. Yes, uh, that could be our sign off. Until next that time. That is. Yeah. Tell mom and dad we're doing fine. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I think we found it. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Mom and dad, I'm doing fine You guys are on my mind You asked me what I wanted to be And now I think the answer is plain to see